0: You got any fun bits this time around, Curtis?
1: My only bit is that I'm sleepy. Some- <laughs> <laughs> I'm very tired.
2: I'm a little sleepy boy. <laughs> you did fall all the way from that vestige.
0: Yeah, we, we just did. flew all the way in from the vestige. And boy, are our arms cold and also tired. I meant to say tired first, and then I didn't. But I uh, have to keep
1: checking myself to be like, wait. This isn't snow and ice. This is crystal. It's probably fine.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good point. Snow we, is we, here, though. We don't know that it's yet. True. There is someone named Snow here. And uh, more
2: importantly than that, this is the Every FNFF <laughs> Podcast. I am Carl Germ. I'm Curtis. I'm Alex, and we have a returning champion from two seasons ago in
3: this corner <laughs> or is it three seasons ago i don't fucking know i
0: i literally don't know uh, if this how is how many seasons we had. if
3: this is season six then season three was the last time i was on so okay. i guess it is three seasons ago I mean wow. it follows
0: the the Final Fantasy numbering where we're confusing three and six, so that's fine.
3: <laughs> True. <laughs> anyway, it's Zwanzig. Hello, Zwanzig. Hello. <laughs> I am here once again.
2: Last time you were on, we were joking that thirteen's the best one and you said yes, actually.
3: <laughs> so here you are. <laughs> Wait, did I Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well my my honest opinion is really that ten is the best one, but thirteen's probably still my favorite by at least some kind of metric. Nice. Hmm. And to our listeners who don't know, uh, you are acclaimed uh, blitzball
2: entrepreneur and uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen speedrunner. I think you actually hold some uh,
3: first place spots right now, right? Uh technically, I hold first place in some categories that nobody really runs on the version that I run it on. Um, so mm. they, the the records aren't really that prestigious, but I've I've had the any percent uh, PS three record on like three separate occasions. So, and nice. I've been doing it since twenty. 24- Fourteen? God, is that right? Yeah, late wow. twenty fourteen is when I learned the run. My God, almost eight years. <laughs> As someone who has started learning the FF
1: thirteen run before, it's very difficult. <laughs> it is.
2: It Man, absolutely like, is. Yeah, Especially compared to the yeah, other we ones. mentioned I think last episode. Yeah, we were talking about some uh, timer manipulation uh, to farm items and such. I think yeah, like just weighing the differences. Like, is this is spending more time in battle worth saving time later mm-hmm. type of thing, which is really fascinating in a, in a game like this, where like encounters are not so random. So yeah. I mean, the,
3: the <laughs> whole going slow to go fast thing is, is only really a thing in, in chapter two in the run, but uh, yeah.
0: And also every speed run ever as well, yeah.
2: in my opinion. <laughs> See, I can't wait to speed run stray because there's a, uh, an achievement that involves just sleeping for an hour. I was thinking about that like
0: all achievements. I was like the way that they have to do it is when you have that option at the very end of the game because I think thematically that would be fitting. I won't say more than that. You say I'm and sure
2: time starting in 1 hour from now. Yeah, in 1
0: hour from now you can just
3: add <laughs> hell yeah, based all trophies. Well, so so I was at ESA last week um for those who don't know, the European Speedrunner Assembly which is um kind of the European GDQ but not nearly as big in terms of reach. Um And that's in Sweden. And there was a run there. uh, I forget the name of the runner, but they were running an NES uh, Home Alone game. And apparently there's just a way where after like 13 minutes or so, the game will just end. I'm not entirely sure how that's meant to work. But the way (laughs) they did the run was essentially they got into place and then they just had another NES on which he was going to try to finish as many other games as he could within the time that it took him <laughs> that, to get a tied world record in Home Alone. That is brilliant. That is so good. So I think, I he, think, cu- I think he got finished like a dozen games or so in, in that that's time. Amazing. Just like really, really short ones. I can't remember if that's
0: the uh, Home Alone game that I played. It might have been for Sega, um, not NES, but uh, it was really awful. It actually might have been for NES. I all I remember is if the uh the wet bandits caught you, they would <laughs> pick you up and put you on a hook, and then you had to like squirm out by button mashing as they fill the house that you're in with water. <laughs> wow. That, yeah, that last part really took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's very uh canonical to the movie if you've seen it, so. I hope they add the uh
1: the bandits and Kevin McAllister to a uh, Dead by Daylight because they already have the hook. you on
0: hooks part. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I thought you were going to say multiverse. I was like, I always wanted to see if a uh, child version Macaulay Calkin could beat up LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound anything like Final Fantasy 13, though, <laughs> which is what we are here to talk about. Last week we had a whole bunch of uh, flashbacks. Um, very cool, yeah, we had one very fight. touching one fight uh minutes of gameplay if i remember correctly but um if uh
3: five stars yeah five we all got five stars It's one minute if you're me
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly um but yeah all of our party um saw flashes of what we can assume is their focus and they fell from the vestige and it's not very
2: focused ironically <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of blurry we got dated uh tribal tattoos <laughs> it's true um and uh then we had a flashback to a very sweet Sudeki dene thing with snow mm-hmm. which made me realize that like of course like in battle snow is kind of the the one who's out of his element and may be kind of problematic but in like emotional moments like lightning is the is the factor like we're oh we don't want to <laughs> fuck around until we don't want to get her involved in this this is gonna get messy Mm. so like as long as there's no as long as life and death is not a uh, uh an issue uh snow seems pretty cool yeah but right now it seems very life or death so he sucks <laughs> <laughs> but he
0: uh snow comes to from his um flashback his very touching flashback of when he got engaged and uh he just kind of is reaching up and he, and he goes sarah and we are in a new location and it's real cool looking um
1: we're in a new location. That's an old location, but it looks different. Oh, <laughs> which is sick. Yeah, we're on the on the floor of the last area. Yeah, we we're saying like the the hanging edge below it was water. It's no longer water, it's crystal now.
0: It is all crystallized. It looks like a beautiful painting, and it looks cool as hell. And we can kind of see in the distance the, uh, I think it's the the fall sea right or the the vestige the just sticking sticking yeah. stickin',
2: stickin out. Yeah. yeah the t and vestige mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's real cool we still have no idea how big it is in comparison but i'm assuming it's quite large considering there was an entire dungeon inside
3: of it <laughs> right a whole
0: cloister the it's area
3: like a the area we're in now looks real cool because the the sort of lake or what whatever it is well like they call it lake brescia um that we're on now since it got all like storm windy uh wavy i don't know what you you know it's not it's not like a flat the seas were heaving yeah exactly because the french
2: all of hanging edge fell into at the same time that it froze right everything is completely in uh it's very uh turbulent it looks it looks like
0: the the famous painting that i'm sure everyone might not know it by name i didn't know it by name until uh the great uh, wave yeah the great wave off uh Kanagawa um
2: Mm
3: -hmm.
0: very very reminiscent of that with some of the waves that were created from the falling vistage uh being suddenly crystallized it's it's very beautiful
3: yeah yeah this for my money is like the prettiest area in this whole game yeah Yeah, it's all
0: downhill from here
3: (laughs) (laughs) maybe because there's like less it's more
2: uh you know not really organic but it's uh it's very elemental very pure
0: I think it's it's refreshing too, coming off of uh, you know PS2, where a lot of areas were usually either like a different kind of green than the green we saw in the last area, and a lot of <laughs> brown in a lot of instances. So seeing this vibrant blue uh, is a really nice change of pace, I think.
3: Yeah, we were in green, and then we were kind of in a gold area, and now we're in a blue area. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. I definitely remember when um, when I saw this game when it first came out because this is I think this is the only Final Fantasy I've ever actually bought on release until this year when Stranger of Paradise came out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also a series of corridors. Yeah, but at the, at the time, the gaming industry was very much in, in love with its uh, realistic brown graphics phase. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So when I saw the, the trailers for this game and all the, the pretty actually colorful areas, that was something that I was like, okay, now this, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Even the box art was just white with lightning on it, which I think
2: in its own way was very striking because of just how kind of bold and clean it was. Yeah. yeah,
3: it was kind of kind of a departure from the from the series in general, where it's usually just the the title with the little logo around it. Which yeah, and they nothing do. else. Like, twelve had like I think all of the the twelve the whole cast. had
0: a bunch of them. Yeah, it had like the whole party, I think, and it was kind of uh, brownish, at least in the in the US releases of it. And mm. uh, ten had uh, t- uh, Titus in like Besaid, in like the water, holding uh brotherhood, I think,
2: okay. if I remember correctly. So they all kind of felt like almost like film posters in a way.
0: It was a nice like departure uh, from that uh, and kind of a return mm-hmm. to form as well, because instead of having, you know, lightning in a scene like it was Titus in a scene or like the whole party, it was just lightning on the white background, which is more reminiscent of the older logos.
3: Right. I I think for 10 and 12, the ones we got here were still just the logos, but that oh, might have just been a difference with with Europe.
0: That's very cool. We're already uh, talking about differences. Nice.
3: So anyway, so, so the party wakes did up. You, do you play... I'm <laughs> actually curious, Swanee. Okay. Uh,
2: are you a native English speaker?
3: No, native Dutch speaker. Here it is, by the way. Is there a Dutch translation? Um, is there a Dutch translation of the actual games? No, there's not. Or should I say, which version did you play when it came out? Or which language do you typically play? Uh, in English. I, I in played English it in it English, yeah. No, in, in the Netherlands, they don't really translate most media unless it's for, like, young children. Um, mm. Even pokemon wasn't translated actually which you'd think it might have been but no um so yeah video games pretty much are almost never translated interesting
0: kind of tracks with pokemon because i know they were very famously against localizing and translating um at least the names of the pokemon because they were like okay we got 151 of these things (laughs) and we don't want to have they
3: did it for like germany and and france and and yeah there was
0: uh, the the french translation of that was very uh kind of controversial because when they localized it to English and translated it they were very like no you cannot name that this thing this you cannot say this you cannot make this joke and then when it got to France they were just like yeah dude do whatever the fuck you want that's fine yeah. <laughs> like the only reason they went with the or French, whoever was in
2: charge of it was like I won't tell if you won't
0: <laughs> I think um, one of they were just going to use the English translations and localize those everywhere but they pointed out that one of the Pokemon's names sounded like fart ass or shit fuck <laughs> or something in right. in French and they were just like we can't do that we have to you know we don't want another boober on our hands yeah we <laughs> they, don't did, want uh, boober. they
1: they stole Pidgey being pee from us though mm-hmm. which would have been
2: great
0: and yeah. Spiro being Brittany from us <laughs> oh really free Brittany yeah uh, the English the nickname
2: uh, uh, right yeah, yeah the,
0: the nickname of somebody. or no
2: isn't the game in Japanese Pidgey is pee pee <laughs> <I'm always like, laughs> <laughs> anyway yes uh, so
1: <laughs> the gang wakes up right um and uh, they're all kind of, like, looking at their surroundings. Uh, and they wonder how they could have survived the fall, right? Because it was, like, a long way up when they were still in the vestige. And they're not even inside of it anymore. So, like, presumably they have just fallen all that way, like, hundreds of feet to the yeah. ground below, right? Yeah. Um, And Snow immediately is like, oh, it's, it's Sarah. Sarah absolutely saved us with a miracle, right? <laughs> and, yeah. like, as he's saying this, like, lightning is about to get just, like up in his face about it and be like, what the fuck do you know? You son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah. And before that, Saz was kind of like, Hey, how did we survive? This must've been like the, the sea. like did the Falci do all this? Like, did it turn everything in? He, he calls it Lake Brescia as well. Um, yeah. and it's just like, how did this turn to crystal? It must've been the power of that. And then Snow's like, I know who it was. It was my cool wife. <laughs>
1: um, but as a, as lightning's getting like ready to get going on him, uh, a a big chonky Seath kind of, like, comes out from behind one of the frozen waves, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And they they recognize it, and they get ready to fight, and Snow runs up to it, and he's like, oh, watch out! And he punches it, but has, like, a Dragon Ball Z energy punch that he it's, hits it it's with and, like sends it cool.
0: flying. It's real cool. The, the, the Seath is about to attack lightning, like, with a big overhead, like, uh, who was it? Andre the Giant who had that move that he would just like punch people on the top of the head and knock them out. He's <laughs> doing that and Snow blocks it. Um, and as he's doing that, we got to zoom into the brand on his arm and it kind of starts glowing blue. And then he gets this Dragon Ball energy punch and just like decimates this thing.
2: Yeah, right. Big old undercut. And know. he's
0: he's shocked by this. This wasn't like him knowing what he was doing. He's actually like, what, how did I do that? And uh, then they're like, oh, yeah, you used magic. Uh, you used the power. Yeah, we didn't but... need a
2: whole Tobey Maguire m- montage of him trying to figure out how his webs work. <laughs> <laughs> go, Webb, yeah. go. Hope's the one who's like, "You used magic. We're we're Lassie now. The Falsey cursed us," and he's like screaming like while more Seath are kind of like pouring in. Oh no! Is Hope going to be like the the Waka who's just like racist against Lassie?
3: Against Lassie? <laughs> Perhaps well, he will be. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> but also, like even more than in Ten, basically everyone is racist against Lassie. So. Yeah, I that's <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's just become. I mean.
2: It's propaganda. It seems like, right? It's it's indo-
0: <laughs> indo- indoctrination. I was kind of thinking about this more and more um, as I was like listening back to older episodes and just like, yeah, you can kind of understand. He's young. He only goes by what he's been taught. In, in the world and everyone thinks this like enemies of cocoon and all of that. Um, so
2: of course his family was on vacation so he's probably uh yeah. and his, middle, his life middle was, or high upper class, right?
0: His life was completely uprooted. It's not like Waka who was just like old enough to know better but dumb enough to not give a shit.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just put that on a t shirt. <laughs> old enough to know better. Just like, dumb like, like, to not care.
0: just like a stock transparent background image of Waka given like a thumbs up
1: (laughs) um but we are placed in a battle and then we
2: are introduced to the paradigm system
3: oh my god oh my
2: goodness (laughs) i remember being extremely intimidated by the system when i played the demo of this game like when i had a ps3 and now i'm like okay this rules this is just like calling shots in like football or something yeah
0: yeah it's the part of madden that i always skipped or not madden i never really played madden i mean the part of nh uh, uh nfl blitz that i always <laughs> skipped and i was just like just throwing a hail mary pass baby and i'm tackling <laughs> everyone
2: <laughs> but yeah we're in a uh, tutorial battle with uh, snow lightning and uh, vanille the dream team the dream team all the adults except for
1: Sauce. so paradigms We've, we've brought our paradigm expert on, so Z- Zwanzig, would you like to give us a quick breakdown of the uh, paradigm give system? Give us your
2: 20 cents on your paradigm.
3: Oh, I I can give you all <laughs> of the cents on this. Um, yeah, no, the, so the paradigm system is it really the main reason why I fell in love with this game. and. and from the trailers already, I was like, this system looks really fun and, and strategic to use. And it was. So the way it works in principle, the game gives you a little tutorial here. Um, it kind of elucidates some parts of it later on. But the gist of it is... Your party has up to six kind of party compositions. But we start with, I think, like, what, with only two right now, right? Yeah, I think in, in this fight right now, by default, you only have two of them set up. And um, those
0: uh, are Commando and ravenger, right?
3: No, I think the, the paradigm systems, not the jobs.
2: Oh, oh, right. Well, nice. Yeah,
3: right. So there's a, there's a distinction between paradigms and roles. So a paradigm is a configuration of roles for all of your party members.
0: Right.
2: So right now we are default in Relentless Assault, which I think is basically just says everyone attacks, right? Yeah, it's well... The, Relentless the, the, Assault is a commando
1: role
3: and two Ravager roles. Correct. Ravenger. Ravager. 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 Yeah. yeah, the paradigms all have little names, uh, which I, I could probably tell you what most of the names for at least the useful ones are. All right, what's Bully? What's the jobs Uh, for Bully? ComSinsab. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Well, two of which we don't have yet, by the way. That's true, yeah. (laughs) We don't have access to all roles at this point. There's going to be six in total eventually. Um, In this chapter, we're only going to get access to four of them. So I guess we should quickly go over what the different roles do or should we yeah. talk about what the the
2: yeah during the tutorial we
3: do get a quick glimpse
2: at the bottom so where we normally would have our three uh health bars i think we do get a glimpse at what their roles are right, right. Uh-huh. so i think uh the default right now is lightning is commando which says build attack chains more easily with enhanced strength than ravager which is uh both uh, Snow and Vanille says, uh, charge enemy chain gauges with concentrated attacks.
0: So basically it, it makes your party, um, cause as we spoke about uh, in previous episodes, this isn't like a traditional Final Fantasy game where you like control everyone in the party and say like, you throw a potion, you do this. It's like, you only control the party leader. So we're only controlling lightning. And this essentially makes um, Snow and Vanille assets to lightning in whichever role you want to apply them. And for the commando, it's they're going to help build a stagger chain against these enemies um so you just kind of relentlessly attack and they're going to help you get the most bang for your buck out of these attacks
1: it's actually kind of funny cuz like i when I, if i were to de- describe commando i would say that it doesn't build chain very well but it keeps chain from going uh, down like it it slows the the chain loss cuz ravager now that builds chain like quick. right
2: yeah and does um, each of these roles kind of have their own i think we'll find out it has like their own skill tree that we can apply to yeah yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> so it's like managing a full party of uh, skyrim protagonists mm-hmm. it's it's <laughs> really
0: cool it's it's a bit overwhelming especially with how fast-paced the battle is um, definitely so when i was kind of first going through it i'm like okay this is them throwing a lot of information at us and explaining it very succinctly and it makes sense in context, but then when you kind of start doing it, you're like, fuck, what am I supposed to be doing? And then like, <laughs> you're still trying to attack and stuff and just, um, it, it's very easy to just kind of like not do it correctly until you mm. fail a bunch of times, which I'll get to later in this episode. But, um, <laughs> it kind of just like when it clicks, it clicks and you're like, oh, okay, now I can kind of see
3: how to strategize around this system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this this game, this battle system has an incredible amount of depth and strategy to it. But if it has one weakness, I do think that it is that the game isn't that good at teaching you how to make the most of it. There's quite a lot that isn't explained or it I was doesn't gonna say that. incentivize you super well to to learn it early on. And then the game suddenly gets really hard like <laughs> later on. And then people are just like, oh, what the hell? I mean, I feel like this
0: is that's kind of a common thread in Final Fantasy games with more, um, you know, less common type of uh, systems. Like, I feel like e- you could even make the case that materia might be the same way, where they kind of tell you how to use it, but not really how to make the most of it. Like, you know, Alex in the in, in the first season we did uh, on Final Fantasy VII, figuring out how to chain it so that he can just do like what was it, eight or sixteen attacks in a row or something.
1: <laughs> right. um, yeah, I was
2: totally cheesing it, but you can like just yeah. Just, and it's the I same with. with
0: I think the the biggest um, offender of this is definitely Final Fantasy VIII. As much as I love that game, the tutorial in that game is awful, and the system is extremely convoluted. And a lot of people would just be like, "I have no idea what I'm doing," so I'm just going to play, and that kind of works against you in that game. But I think mm. here it kind of. It 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 does it a lot better, and I I would also say that ten with the sphere grid is also a lot of information at at first that explains it, and it it takes a while for it to kind of sink in. So,
1: I would, I mean, I'm editorializing a little bit, right, by by bringing this up, but I would say, like, to me anyway, the main difference with thirteen is that like it just there is nowhere that tells you how to use it. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like whereas like I guess in the other systems it might you might be like, oh, well, I didn't know I could do this or I didn't know how I could do this. Well, hang on a this. second.
0: Let me go through every data log and I'll to <laughs> check that statement that you just said.
1: There are like I when I I beat 13 before I realized that there's ATB refreshing at all. Like I didn't know that, that was even a thing that could be done. And nowhere tells you about ATB refreshing in this game or like that you're current jobs that are your current roles that you have right this second determine your damage output even if you started your attack as a different role so you can like cheese
3: damage. that makes sense i mean i'm I'm pretty sure that like that at least is something that's not even really intended it could be it could be yeah (laughs)
0: interesting because uh, when we get to one of the fights that I struggled with
2: it just changes the math instantly instead of uh, yeah, turn. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when we get to one of the fights that I struggled with in this episode I would like to hear Zwanzig's uh, take on it because I know he was actually watching me do it and I'm wondering if changing the role was actually helpful in that sense because it kind mm. of felt like it was but we'll, we'll get there, to that when we get to yeah.
2: it. But right now I think it just shows us uh, relentless Assault and just kind of give us a quick taste of like the interface before we even get into like yeah. paradigm shifting. Because right now we we only have like this is like a one quick like almost like a kind of a cutscene battle. We
1: we probably should go through just like the roles real quick. Like we were saying though, there is commando, which is your physical attacker. It has a couple other roles as well. Okay. Or a couple other things you can do.
3: I need to immediately jump in here and because <laughs> this is the, the 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 what I specifically have to take umbrage with here is the the specification of physical because this is kind of a common misconception that i think even the official strategy guide kind of perpetuates is that uh commando is physical and ravager oh you know what which isn't strictly the case
0: i have with me here friend of the show Ninny's. Sent it to me, the Final Fantasy XIII Complete Official Guide. I can fact-check that as well and just <laughs> see. Um, but I will say that um, I'm reading kind of just the the tutorial blurb that comes up, and it says, Offensive paradigms concentrate on dealing damage to enemies, while defensive paradigms focus on um, party protection and healing. So I'm wondering if it does say physical versus... Um, Let's see.
3: Well, so Paradise, the, the yeah. The real distinction between Commando and Ravager is Commando is your damage dealing role. They get an automatic um, 100% boost to all their damage for being in that role and that only goes up as the game goes on. Um In addition, uh, the commando attacks give you a fairly high amount of chain duration. So the chaining system is actually a little bit complicated in that um, there's the chain amount and there's a chain duration. And the duration is kind of a little bit hidden. You can't really see it super well. It's just kind of there as the speed that the bar is emptying at, right? So when when you're not hitting uh, the enemy for a little while, that you know the little orange bar starts to drain, and it'll drain faster if you have low chain duration. Um, so commando abilities give a lot of chain duration, um, which you can kind of view as slowing the uh, the emptying of the bar. It seems to build a little bit too. Is that right? Well, all all abilities um give both chain and chain duration just varying amounts. Okay, okay. Um It's a little bit
2: of a tug of war. Yeah. That's kind of what the math how it works. Because it's slowly going down, you're like able to kind of tick it a
3: little push it a little higher up. Yeah. Sometimes it'll build, sometimes it'll stop. And so Ravagers are your chain builders. These build up the chain really, really fast. They don't give a lot of duration and they don't do as much damage as commandos, but they are your your investment into doing more damage later on and you know getting enemies to stagger which is where you can do the real big damage mm.
0: and i will say that i can confirm surprising no one zwanzig is correct the guide <laughs> says uh in quotes commandos specialize in physical assaults though some of their abilities may have special properties so i guess it's just uh, it, I, yeah physical is not the right word to really i use mean it's there.
3: it's it's not fully, like, commandos in general do have more, like, physical commandos tend to be better, and there are more magical Ravager skills than there are physical ones, but both do have both types. Right. Do, um, is, like, Frost Strike a physical yes. move? Yes. That's a physical move? Yeah, exactly. Those are elemental physical moves that Ravagers about, get access to. What about Ruin? That's a magical. That's a magical uh, move. That's okay. a magical move We're, that commandos can do. Okay. Now, it's not if, elemental.
0: if for for instance, if Snow is using a blizzard type magic, does he get a same type attack bonus <laughs> for being a uh, an ice type while using? <laughs> This is, yeah, oh this just feels really like Pokemon, so to me, my, my RPG senses are flaring up, and I'm like, yes, I understand this.
2: <laughs> so now if a Ravager and a Commando are left in the daycare, <laughs> and they make an end? And you yeah. come back so many hundred steps
1: later, you'll find a Sentinel, which is the third uh, role that we have Yeah, <laughs> We gotta, to yeah, we gotta
0: call Creepy and have him uh, make a game for us about who, who can <laughs> fuck who in this game.
1: um sentinel's one that i actually don't fully
2: understand other than it is defensive it feels kind of like a support role to me um
3: yeah yeah it is essentially your mmo tanks so they they get an ability called provoke uh right now (laughs) the only sentinel you have access to is snow um, kind of as, as your dedicated big beefy guy kind of makes yeah. sense for, uh, for him to be the tank and the him so role <laughs> he can provoke, uh, enemies, so they will target him. And then he has various types of guard abilities that will decrease his, uh, damage that he takes.
1: Right. And then, uh, Vanille right now is a healer as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the name of that is medic medic medic. Yeah. Or if you're playing the Japanese version, it is just healer. Nice. <laughs> there you go. The Japanese names are all different. C- commandos are just called attackers. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think Ravager is actually like Blaster. That one's actually kind of weird. Oh, nice. interesting. Um, so that's the roles we have access to right now. And just to make it perfectly clear, because I don't think we've completely talked about it, but you can shift between these configurations on the fly at all times, irrespective of your ATB. You can do this whenever yeah. you want, as much as you want, without any restriction except you can only have up to six configurations set up uh, at any given time.
1: And that, and that includes, like, enemy attacks. Like, when you're in the middle of a big cutscene animated
2: attack, you can switch paradigms. Yeah. Which can definitely be helpful if you see, like, a big attack coming in. I'm like, oh shit, like, yes. you don't have to wait till your turn to like, go to defense. You can be like, okay, I need to, like, get my healers going right now. <laughs>
1: I, I think you get roll bonuses
3: as soon as you click that button right yeah so this is related to what you were saying earlier about the we call it roll buffering uh this this is kind of going real into the weeds with it with like actual code speed tech so no that's
0: what that's (laughs) what we
3: love here but yeah you, you you can do something like um start up uh some kind of ability in ravager and then switch to commando as your character is doing it and then if if you manage to do the switch before the attack actually connects then they will get the bonus from being in commando uh, which is the increased damage so there are actually times where you might want to like We do this sometimes in in the speed run where we, to get a little bit of extra damage, do an attack in Ravager since they have all the elemental attacks that an enemy is weak to, and then we get an extra hard hit by switching to commando while you're doing it.
1: The one I think of for um, casual playing or whatever is, is I sometimes will have as my sixth paradigm just three sentinels, and when I see an animated attack coming that i know is going to do a lot of damage mm-hmm. i just wait till that animation starts playing switch to my three sentinels and take way less damage for yeah, it yeah no absolutely yeah.
0: that um, that makes a whole lot of sense yeah
1: which i utilize in this episode <laughs>
0: <laughs> i okay. think i might have done something similar uh like kind of by accident and was just like oh it's all it's all starting to click i'm wondering how much
3: of. i mean we'll, we'll get to that fight but yeah they, they really <laughs> want you to use sentinel there
0: um, how much uh, of this, when you're doing like the uh, the roll buffering, is that uh, kind of like a muscle memory thing, or is it a lot less tight than having to just be like muscle memory? Like, I see an attack coming
3: and I and I shift to this. Is it? Um, it kind of depends on the kind of attack. Like when it's when it's something like uh, where we do the commando buffering of like Lightning's Aqua Strikes later on, uh, then that is a little bit tight because you have to do it like. After she starts the animation for it, but before she actually connects, and it's a pretty quick animation, so you have to, you know, get a bit get used to the timing a bit. Um, but
0: that's super interesting. I always love when things in speedruns are kind of like timing uh, specific. Like the one yeah. main glitch in Dark Souls is very much like a lot of inputs at one in, like, one short window. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of just becomes a thing that you just do when you finally get it down. And you're just like, oh, okay, I, I know how to do it.
3: But Yeah, and that that is the reason why this game is is so much harder of a speedrun than most of the other Final Fantasy games, is because everything is going in real time simultaneously, so it's so much more timing-based.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, it's not like you can set it to, you know wait ATB or whatever. Right, that's just not a thing. It's just all active all the time and and even beyond that it's like switching jobs between it, which is super cool.
3: Yeah. So it's very good. Uh so we completely destroy these guests, uh, I guess, it's these <laughs> yeah. in, in the last chapter were kind of like pretty beefy and took a little while to, to take down, but here you can kill 3 of them now in like <laughs> if you're going yeah. fast like uh 10-15 seconds.
1: Yeah, and the and Pretty quick, we're back into another cutscene where uh, I, I love this. Cause I've, I've written um, not a ton of notes for this episode, but one of my notes in my in, in what I've written down is for this scene right here where after the battle's done, Snow goes, So we really are, let's see, and then <laughs> Lightning does the world's biggest eye roll ever. She's like, <laughs> Oh my god, I know <laughs> it's so good. He just slow. looks away from him, and it's like, <sighs>
0: <laughs> It's real good. That would be a good like animated emote. Is just lightning. She <laughs> yeah. she rolls her eyes so hard it rolls like her whole head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does. It fucking just snaps the fucking like retina connection in the back. She rolls her eyes so hard.
2: Yeah, and everyone starts showing off their new tats, right? Yeah, everybody shows their six. So tribal Snow's tats. looking at his uh his uh forearm. Yeah, it's, I think it's his left forearm. Yeah, uh, Silas has ones kind of in uh on his chest. Very cool chest piece and uh snow turns the vanilla like oh you too and she's like yep right here and kind of like shyly like pulls up one it's like right on her butt yeah. yeah it's like on on, <laughs> on
0: her like uh like her hip area
2: upper thigh Upper thigh. Yeah. Her, yeah sensitive spot and then uh hope's having none of it
0: <laughs> yeah he, he kind of just collapses to his his knees and is looking understandably distraught and he's just like why could me? this day get any worse yeah. <laughs> why me i don't even know you would you have to go and attack that thing? And he says that t- directly to Lightning, which is a very bold thing to do. And <laughs> Saz is kind of looking like a little upset about it. And he's, you know, he just says, just leave me alone. Uh, it's yeah. your fault. It's your fault, my." And he starts, you know, getting real tense and doing the Arthur fist. And he's like, you could have... <laughs> And all of this is your your and Sarah's fault. And Snow is like, yo, you can say whatever the fuck you want about me, but you fucking do not talk about my wife. He, he pulls a real Will Smith moment and is just once Sarah's name out of Hope's mouth.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like... It- He, like, scares Hope, too. Like, Hope's like, oh, shit, and it kind of, like, falls backwards.
3: Yeah, and I love this. He falls
1: backwards, (laughs)
3: then he looks behind him, and he's sitting, like, directly below Lightning, who just, like, glares at him. And he's like, it's it's
0: really good. He just, yeah, he just rolls over and, like, puts his hands to his head, and he's like, oh, my God, this
2: shit can't be happening. So cringe. Um, But Vanille's nice, and, uh snow
0: uh, also apologizes as well you know that that hit a nerve with him but he's like you know he, yeah. he realizes that he was kind of being a dick and he's like sorry right Vanil's very um, optimistic she says everything's gonna be all right you'll see yeah
2: yeah, yeah and she's like and, off uh, we go <laughs> and then we're back in uh gameplay and i love that there's like a quick little animation of saws for some reason doing like a little like muscle pose yeah he flexes Let's and go. says we're all playing for team pulse now it's so good it's really he's, good he's it's funny because he was like immediately like you know last episode ready to fucking shoot sarah and now he's like cool <laughs> yeah oh well, yeah, yeah he's very pragmatic <laughs> but i i think he's just kind of coping yeah he's kind of rolling with it more than uh, everyone else yeah i
0: mean at least they get to use magic now that's kind of cool i would probably be flexing as well <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, we start, uh, we start the the journey through Lake Brescia, and it's, it's super fucking cool, because, like... Yeah, clomping through the ice. Clomping through the ice. And uh, a lot of, like, the area that we traverse in this... And why, one of the things, to me, why this is so such a cool area is that, like, we are walking along the crystallized water, but a lot of times there will be, like chasms in between like where the tides were frozen but those are bridged by like fallen debris from the hanging edge which is really cool
2: yeah there's like remnants of the um the trussways and stuff that form bridges and uh uh, more architecture kind of to Mm -hmm. the scenery it's very neat it's very cool it's very cool
1: and like the whole time like our party's having like goofy banter with each other as well like as we're like
2: running along now that we're all you know traveling together for the first time since uh meeting the Falsi, right and we are able to um, change our
1: paradigms now, too. We can actually go in and, like, put in different roles and everything. And I don't know. Like, I, I do this. I I don't know if it's, like, the good thing to do or not. I make doubles of both of the first paradigms. So I have two relentless assaults and I have two of um, uh, whatever the next one was or whatever. So I can just, like... So, oh, wait, we didn't talk about that, did we? we did. Yeah, we sure we, didn't. We I, I was about wondering that. if you
3: were building up to it, but uh, oh, yeah, I am now. <laughs> well, you. Um, Go right ahead.
1: So, I actually don't know the numbers for it. I only know that it's like a full ATB charge is how long it takes. Well, that's, but that's why I'm here is for the numbers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know that after a certain amount of time, if you change your paradigm, everybody's ATB is just full instantly, and. Yep. Uh, I always see it as one full charge of the ATB. So, um, if I change to a new paradigm, I let the ATB go all the way up and then I count all the attacks that go off. By the time the last attack goes off, if I switch to another paradigm, the ATBs will just be
3: completely full again and I'll just get a full free recharge all the way. So the way it works in reality is, um, the first paradigm shift you do in a fight will always be a refresh. And after you get... But there's a long animation for the first yes, one too. Yeah, that is kind of a, a little weird thing. And I think they removed this in 13.2, which was one of the kind of little annoying things that people complain about is that, it's that long animation you get on the first uh, shift where it kind of zooms in on all three of your party members individually, like doing a little animation as they change their roles. That only happens the first time you shift every battle, but it's a, it's a little bit annoying. I could do without it, frankly.
0: Um, <laughs> seconds so that you, know, you could,
3: you know, but it's it's not that big of a deal because you do get full ATB after it. So you know, if you didn't shift, you would just be waiting for your ATB to fill up anyway. So right, yeah. Um, yeah, it's but, free yeah. ATB. Yeah. Um, so the the first shift is always a refresh, and then as soon as you get that refresh, there is a twelve second timer, mm. and after twelve seconds, your next shift will again uh, give you full ATB. Bold
0: of them to not make it 13 seconds, but I'm I'm here (laughs) for it. Um, Curtis, I do want to call you out and say I cannot believe that you forgot the name of the other uh, paradigm that we have here. It's something that you should know about forever, and it is called Solidarity.
1: Ah, Solidarity. Yeah. Classic. I guess I have no Solidarity. (laughs) I'm I'm going to join the billionaire class. Goodbye. (laughs) 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 Um... But yeah, yeah. so by having two of a paradigm that I enjoy, like one that I want to use, like um, uh, relentless assault, I can switch between a relentless assault and another relentless assault and just get more and more ATB refreshes. So I'm attacking way faster. And so that especially helps when you have an enemy staggered and there's a limited amount of time to actually take their HP down. You can get a lot more turns that way
0: yeah that that definitely seems like what you were saying earlier Zwanzig, of something that the developers might not have necessarily intended uh when they made the this. The
3: be refresh is definitely intended because they i I don't see why it would be a mechanic at yeah. all if it wasn't intended but
0: I just mean in terms of like copying the same the same oh, thing just to get that I feel yeah, like that's no, a that's very clever thing to right. do uh within the within the system. So I'm not saying mm. that Curtis is cheating, but um, Curtis, <laughs> but know. I am
3: implying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 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 that is also something we do in runs. Um, yeah, that makes so much this, sense. It's really cool. Especially this early on when we don't have access to that many different uh, roles and thus that many different like useful paradigms, yeah. we definitely double up a lot of the time. You're just throwing away ATB
2: that you could use, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. We don't go very far, but we do get a new uh, another cutscene about. Uh focuses right yeah this (laughs) this Mm -hmm. section of
1: game is very much like cutscene a couple steps maybe a fight cutscene
2: yeah so i think as we're walking around lightning is like how are we supposed to know what our focus is yeah how do we
0: complete it if we don't know what it is and uh, since
2: we're starting to come down and realize yeah we're all yeah we're let we have powers oh wait we're let that means we have a mission
0: yeah um and vanille says i think i saw our
2: focus um and uh lightning says saw what and then she's kind of hesitant, like she doesn't really have a clear answer. And Saz...
3: That is how focus comes down, people. The fauci they don't spell it out with clear-cut instructions. All you get is a hazy glimpse.
2: Yeah. Well, that's what they say, you know. The legends. I love, I love it. The legends. <laughs> the
1: stories. For my stories. <laughs> but um, Hope says, he's like, oh, I think I saw it. I think I remember it. And... uh you know, starts to try to begin to describe it and Saz realizes, he's like, wait, that was mine too. Did we all have the exact
2: same focus? Like, mm-hmm. are we all on this mission together? And it's funny because Hope only like says towering, big and towering and that was immediately like, oh, that's the same thing I saw. Yeah, it was enough for
0: <laughs> everyone to be like, wait a big second. Big towering
2: <laughs> pile of fries from Five Guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need to go and complete the man versus food challenge. God, I would, I
1: would go complete a focus of a big towering pile of fries right now. <laughs>
0: But lightning and snow, snow (laughs) kind of lightning and snow. This resonates with them more, kind of hearing it in this context. And they both, at the same time, just say Ragnarok.
1: Yeah, Mm. yeah. So I guess that's another one of like the old legends, right?
0: Yeah, it's another Uh, thing that um, is probably a known term here that we have not, in context, gotten more uh, information
3: about yet. Right, maybe it'll be in our data log. Perhaps, indeed. And then we quickly see a repeat of what we saw last episode, uh, just after the gang got branded, where we see these this the hazy black and white, yeah. Which is kind of a blink, and you'll miss
2: it. But because it's YouTube, we can watch it as much as we want, <laughs> frame
0: by frame, baby.
2: And
1: yeah. Saz is kind of reasoning it out and he's like, okay, Ragnarok is this big beast that destroys things and we're branded by a pulse fallacy. And he starts like, he's like, oh my God, our, our mission, he's, he's getting ready to say, he's kind of implying that our mission is going to be to destroy Cocoon, like that we are like the enemies of the world because that's what the pulse fallacy do. And that's what Ragnarok is. And then as he's like, oh my God, could it be that our mission is to, and then like Snow cuts him off and he's like, protect Cocoon and save the world. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that's what we have to do. Because Sarah said to save the world. That's surely it. And like everyone in the party is just like incredulous with him.
0: I, I like how this kind of the 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 logic of it is kind of like if you work in IT and someone's like, okay, you need to install this malware on every computer in this building, and then you're like, I got it. I will install an antivirus software on all of these computers. <laughs> That's what my fiance told me to do.
1: <laughs> but um,
2: there's no evidence of that, and Snow goes, runs off to go find Sarah because he, he realized, like, oh right, she's probably. Her popsicle is probably still down
1: here. <laughs> Her popsicle, but uh, yeah, yeah. So um, we're again in charge being of a popsicle, uh,
2: not a popsicle uplongster. Uh, we get
0: or, okay. a uh, we get a party change here because as Snow is um running away, Vanille says, "Hey, I'll come too," and she runs off. Yeah.
1: Although our our party, it says battle team changed, and it's Lightning, Snow, and Vanille, <laughs> which is
0: oh, really the party that we had. Yeah, yeah. It,
1: it says party change, and like
3: it changes to the same party. So. yeah same roles and everything too it looks like it, it might be that for the really brief running section between these two cutscenes where you can't even in t- get into any battles you might technically just have solo <laughs> lightning or something And that's oh, why maybe, it's maybe. solo that. lightning
0: sure. or maybe Saz because uh, Saz is also running around with
2: lightning technically because we haven't been able to change them at all like it is just like because immediately after that screen pops up, we do learn having become the C, the members of your party now ha- can now develop their powers. So I feel like that's just like the default like okay. Here's your first Paradigm. Yeah, oh, yeah. here's your
0: first ability to change between teams like we've changed teams before but not in the field
1: mm-hmm. Well, we, we still can't change teams like the game will be dictating the team right for, right. A, for a while
0: <laughs> Yeah um, we get a uh, a fun other tutorial as well. That's yes. just as we're controlling lightning and running around and hearing some of the incidental dialogue of people, just says this tutorial explains how to develop characters in the uh Yeah, it's a
2: uh, Sphere Grid 2.0, baby.
0: Sphere grid 2.0, Skyrim upgrade tree, uh, I guess 2.0 as well. This came out after Skyrim. Let me, let me tell you, let me tell you Did what it? is good in
1: life, real quick. <laughs> a a pleasure of mine is is to not spend any points in the crystarium until you have a shitload of points. <laughs> and then hold the button that makes you go to the next like sphere or whatever. And listen to the sound that it makes. Just constantly elevate in pitch and see how high you can get the <laughs> elevation and pitch to go. Because like as you unlock stats and skills in the crystarium, you hear a little like shwoop, and, and and if you keep. If you just keep holding the button down and continually unlocking things, it just
0: goes. Just see how high you can go. I was also wrong. Skyrim came out two years after this. I'm an idiot. Oh wow!
2: <laughs> so this, so this was a uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Skyrim ripped the, <laughs> Skyrim ripped off the the
2: Crystarium exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so like um, there's other games with skill trees, like even like World of Final Fantasy, where like. You have, like, you need a certain amount of points to reach a certain node on the tree, but instead of like saying, Oh, you don't have enough, you just hold down the button to see if you have enough and it spends as much as it's like a loading bar, yeah, yeah, and it, it doesn't unlock it until it reaches that point. So you could just, like, Well, I ran out of uh, AP or whatever,
3: or yeah. it was C- what was it called? cp CP. christogen points and this this is (laughs) something i have some words over because i was i was watching carl play this and i I saw the tutorial for this and where it It says keep pressing yeah well that well okay that's not even what i'm talking (laughs) about (laughs) i wanted to bring that up as well yeah (laughs) (laughs) but what 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 i meant to say just now is that um it, it talks about um so essentially you have these these different uh nodes and you hold. It's really
2: pretty. It Looks like a every everyone's uh looks like a flower or something or crystal. Yeah. And there's like a little branching uh, array kind of coming off. And of you it. hold
3: X and it kind of lights up the path between the nodes until you get to it and then the node glows and you've unlocked whatever is on there. And the tutorial refers to this process as crystalgenesis. <laughs> and I'm like, this is. It really isn't that complicated of a level-up system. <laughs> like, compared to the sphere grid, this is way simpler and more straightforward. And they'd be out here using words like fucking Christogenesis. <laughs> like,
2: come on. Yeah, it was at this point, like, if it wasn't for you guys, I'd be, like, just overwhelmed with vocabulary. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I just learned what a C was. I just, like <laughs> lo- like... like I was amazed that you were playing without subtitles because they're saying like Seath, see, and Falsie like in different accents and yeah. stuff like this. It's um, like, what the fuck is anyone saying? It's
0: interesting kind of going through and playing it this way where, you know, I'm stopping and taking a breather and thinking about what I played and then reviewing it as we talk about it before moving on to the next section so I kind of, it's not all just thrown at me all at once and I can kind of digest it a little more because um, if I was just playing this the way that I would normally play Final Fantasy games off the podcast, it would just be like, oh, I'm just going to play until i have to go to bed or don't feel like playing anymore i'm just gonna go for hours and yeah. then come back the next day or something and it would probably just i would not remember half of this shit probably
2: right <laughs> yeah but it's a lot. i do like that when you um load up the crystalion, there is a tab on the left so you can actually select what role you're um upgrading pretty cool so you can invest points in uh certain roles yeah that your character
0: At times, you must direct the course of cryogenesis. (laughs) Like, what? Yeah, it's the opposite of uh, Final Fantasy VIII, where it's it's very, like, wordy and, like, flowery with its wording and poetic and cool-sounding and um, way over-complicating what you actually do, which is just hold X and point a direction sometimes <laughs> and you <want> unlock abilities, <laughs> versus VIII, where it's like a fucking dry textbook of explaining exactly how the system works and why it's good, and you're just like, ah, oh, this fucking sucks, I hate this.
2: <laughs> That's when you can just, like, sub out a lot of words and uh, have... It would just be easier to understand. The word, I feel like the vocabulary themselves is kind of like throws you for a loop sometimes, even though it's simpler than it seems. Yeah, I I completely
0: disregarded as I was reading the instructions uh, to hold the X button and I, for some reason, I was just like, oh yeah, you have to mash X. So I was just like... And Zwanzig was just like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, like
1: later in the Crystarian, we're like, you have to have like a thousand points to get to the next one. Carl's like, "All right, I really want those five strength.
0: It's like trying to save Meryl in Metal Gear. I gotta get a spoon to fucking mash hard enough to unlock the Strength plus four.
2: I was working on something in another tab while you're streaming at me here.
3: It's literally the opposite of what Curtis likes doing of holding it as long as possible.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: also, uh, I don't know, like, so again, like there's there's nothing in this game that we can't compare to FF10 at points, right? And um, Likewise, th- this is very similar to the uh, sphere grid in the way that we are like unlocking and purchasing individual stats as we go. So we'll unlock. And like, do
2: you have to spend money to backtrack in this one or can you just like backtrack freely now? Oh, there's no backtracking <laughs> in this one. <laughs> oh, so, you, so if you go on one branch, you can't take the other branch?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. In the Crystarium. No, you, you can always take yeah. everything.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah so i'm saying so you, do you have to spend money to go to a different node or no 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 nav- okay that's good sorry, so right. i think like, the sphere grid you used to have to spend money to navigate that's right, right. yeah, yeah you, you spend you
3: don't really have a set location there's just you can only okay. advance from from nodes you've already unlocked but so it's growing more like a tree instead yeah of you going around filling in gaps yeah. yeah
0: no need for return spheres or friend spheres here yeah. teleport spheres <laughs> enemy spheres only <laughs> I do like that it also, when you're, um, like, switching to which role, you know, Commando, ravenger, Sentinel, what have you, um, it also shows you a list of how many crystals are unlockable and how that. much you have unlocked. I didn't realize that until, like, the next time I played, but it's really nice to have where I'm like, oh, cool, I've unlocked everything that I need to on Snow for right now.
1: Yeah, that's great. Um, I was going to say, uh, the, the reason I was going to compare it to 10 is that in 10 when i'm using like the sphere grid and i go over like strength plus 3 and you get into a battle you you do strength plus 3 damage you do like a thousand more damage it's incredible like how much the the stats go up and in this game, I, I feel like I could put like 50 strength onto a character and get out like 30 more HP of damage, and I'm like, come on.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I the th- think there, there's some math involved. Yeah. I think right because we're so low level.
3: I'm sh- I'm sure that will scale to some degree, right? In this game, it, your damage scales just linearly with the amount of strength that you have, whereas in 10, it's kind of like this weird logarithmic thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's it's definitely not the same. Uh, it's like <laughs> just getting a couple points in anything in ten makes you way better in that thing, whereas in this one, like you you have to put a lot of points into it to start seeing like uh, marked differences.
0: I I think the the thing that I was kind of using um to that really made my brain be like oh number go up was the hp um Mm -hmm. just because it's like hp plus 70 and that's something that i can quantifiably see you know like uh, snow went from 500 hp on commando to 570 uh and uh, you know it, it has crazy strength upgrades as well like strength plus 18 but again you don't really get as much of a frame of reference for that and i think uh if i'm not mistaken so your hp will change depending on what role you're in like if if snow is in the commando um paradigm or uh role or whatever it is uh he'll have different hp than what he has unlocked on the other roles right if incorrect if it's
3: incorrect it's just incorrect Ooh, that's awesome that's even that's carry over between all roles
0: okay so it's just like uh he can only use ruin in the one role that he's in then I
3: yes guess abilities and the specific bonuses uh that each role provides are role specific um but the stats carry over between all roles
2: that's super cool nice so even if you're like unlock more hp in like the ravager tree that hp will carry over between both yeah
0: that'll just be your max hp that's awesome Yeah, really cool system. I'm excited to really see it go buck wild.
2: (laughs) Well, there's a nice little uh, save console up ahead. Do you all want to take a break? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I think so. Let's go up that hill and uh, check out the unicorn mark.
0: Get that uh, Christogenesis going.
2: So we're running up this hill. Indeed we are.
1: And there are battles we can get into now. And I will say another thing I wrote down is that I feel like all of the Seath encounters in this whole chapter are incredibly like surpriseable. What do you call it? Uh, Preemptive strikeable. Like they don't seem to like notice that you're there for a while. Like you, get quite <laughs> you don't have to
2: shout anything.
1: <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to shout anything. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I think Whoops. it's because they have one eye in the front. I think it's the thing with like yeah, them, and maybe. The, them and the uh, Zwan droids. They can't Z- turn around and see. Keep calling Zwan droids droids.
1: This works,
3: Zwan droids. Yeah, that's good. Or as. Carl has cursed me to see them as now the Amoguses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they've been a sus enemy. Um,
1: but yeah, yeah. So, uh, I I really like walking through here. Like we said, it's it's beautiful. There's cool bits of architecture. At some points, we at one point we do walk by the vestige, and it's funny because I've never noticed it before. I've done this intro like. Five or six times I've, I've played through the intro and I never noticed that we walk like right in front of it at one point. Yeah. yeah. I, it's cool
0: too because when we get to the, like the last part of this area, you can actually like look and see, you know, the horizon and see like the entire area that we just traversed through. And off in the distance, very like small, you can see the vestige in the distance. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. It gives you a, a nice sense of scale. And uh, like you said, Curtis, there are a lot of enemies in this area that we can fight. Mm-hmm. Or we can just choose not to because it seems like they're all just like, again, we have the mini map to kind of show us the general path that we're on. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of just branching paths that lead to usually like an item that's like some gill or some what will become <laughs> upgrade materials. Some digitized circuits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some vile Yeah, vile liquid. Yeah, vile fluid or enigmatic fluid.
1: Yeah. (laughs) What's the difference between enigmatic fluid and strange fluid?
0: (laughs) I read both of them. One of them is like... It is unspeakable to think of where this came from. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see if I can pull up the actual thing while you guys It's on the the wiki. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to uh, pull up. (laughs) Um, So we have the the strange fluid, which is a putrid liquid whose origins are better left a mystery. Or the enigmatic fluid, which is offensively noxious fluid, most assuredly secreted from somewhere unpleasant. I think with the data log, uh, joke that we've been making this season. We kind of, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> we spoke a little too soon because the enigmatic fluid is definitely the uh, the way to go on that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, for the break time, it's like, well, gotta go make some enigmatic fluid. I'll be back.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's always bad news when uh, your car mechanic. Shows tells you you need to get your Mac fluid uh, replaced.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you go to Jiffy Lube and they tell you that, and you're like, "Oh, that sounds bad. I better pay them eighty five dollars for that." (laughs) And it's like they just like fill up your like uh, like windshield wipers or something.
2: (laughs) And there's your problem. Yeah, Uh, I
0: I would like to see this game um, remade in some way of you know. As much as I like, like that it's a linear thing, I would kind of, th- this area makes me want to explore it more than like what we get, where you know you just um, come up to different parts of like debris that are there, and you have like a little jump uh, indicator that lightning will just jump over, and you're your oh, yeah, we do a little, little like
2: uh, cloud strife uh, hop up the uh, the trussway bits, yeah, like a little yeah. skip.
0: Um, which is super cool, but like there's like this one uh, wave. Which implies
2: everyone's able to jump as high as she can.
0: Yeah. There's there's this one wave that's like cresting and it like has a cool tunnel, and I'm like, oh, I want to see what's down there. And then I'm like, oh, it's showing on the map that I can't get over there and I want to get over there. <laughs> yeah. Are there any out of bounds glitches in this uh, run, Zwansik? <laughs> if you find any, let me know.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're all useless. They just let you go to cool places and,
2: and look this at more stuff. This isn't seven remake <laughs> where you can just like run around outside the geometry as much as you want
3: yeah now the closest thing we've had to that is there's a weird glitch where sometimes you i don't even know if i want to get into it now but <laughs> there, there, there was a weird time once where i had vanille jump up like a really tall elevator shaft and the uh, the area that i was previously in had already unloaded so she was oh, just kind yeah. of standing around in the air it was a good time oh that's oh, really wow. funny
0: yeah, we got we get some some Whites that we gotta fight, which are like the, the Flying Seath um, that are pretty difficult to hit, but I don't think there's really too much about most of these battles. Unless you do what I did, which was accidentally select as your default... Um, like paradigm, uh, the defensive one, and I was like, wow. "Damn, dude!" The difficulty really jumped up in this, like fighting some of these. Not so much the seeth ones, but the the later enemies that we're gonna come up with. I was like, yeah. "These," I was getting like two stars. I'm like, "Shit!" Like I'm I'm really bad at this game, and then it like I realized I was like, "Oh." In this battle, I can shift to the offensive uh, paradigm, and it ended much quicker. And then even then, I didn't realize until much later on that I had set my default one as the, d- the defensive one. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. I made that chapter much harder than
3: I uh, thought it would be. I mean, at least you weren't dying. Yeah, <laughs> You were, true. like, full health the whole time. But. <laughs> Yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Did you
1: all see like the big uh, the big chains that were like going in and out of the uh, the crystal
2: water? Oh yeah, it's more probably the things that the uh, the vestige or whatever was hanging from. Uh-
1: I was trying to figure out like what everything was from because on the way we see the ways, right right before the next cutscene we see the train itself where we actually like run down
2: the train that we we're on or maybe not the vestige itself but the uh the the pods that were hanging around Hanging Edge were hanging from something so maybe they were hanging from chains.
1: May- well, it's very very near the vestige and that's
3: why I was like, did the ve- was the vestige? Did it have a bunch of chains on it? I don't yeah, remember. Actually, it might have. There were the the chains that. Um, Well, I'm not sure if there were chains, but there were the things that um, the Sanctum was, like, shooting at the vestige. Yeah, that weird Laffy Taffy
0: shit. Yeah, They they might have been
3: more like cables than chains.
2: Yeah, they look like weird tethers, more like cables than chains. But I think there were chains on it to some degree, because it's fucking Nomura adjacent. Actually, he didn't design these things. <laughs> yeah, a
0: bunch of zippers just floating in the air. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Some shit. It would have had a zipper if Nomura designed this, for sure.
0: Oh, there was actually one like sphere treasure chest thing that I wanted to talk about. Uh, it had seven chipped fangs in it, but you can <laughs> kind of see it, and as Alex pointed out, you can hear it um, if you're like close <laughs> enough to it. <laughs> And I saw it just kind of floating on a piece of debris and I was like, oh, okay. I need to get up there to get it. And the way the mini-map is, like next to it, there's like a little alcove that you can go. I'm like, oh, so I go from that way. And I couldn't get to it. And I was like, okay, weird. Let me go down and try to circle around because I saw that there it looked like almost like there was a ramp of crystal on the other side, like down a bit of the way. So I was like, okay, I go down there. I get up there. I get it. No problem. And I was just running along and I was like, no, that's not it either. And then I like accidentally stood in front of the debris and lightning just jumped up. There was like no indicator there or anything. And <laughs> I, I was think I like, know
1: where, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Too.
0: I was just like, Oh, I'm doing the thing I always do and just overcomplicating shit. <laughs> like,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I believe I know what you're talking about. You're like it's, it's the treasure chest that's in a very small, like, area by itself, right? Just, like, on, like, a square piece of debris to your right.
0: Exactly, yeah. It's right yeah. like before we yeah. get to, like, um, one of the, uh, one of like the pieces of the trussway that we just run down and then start jumping through.
1: I know exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about too. Cause like I was just running around in a circle and lightning just jumped and I was like, where are you going? And then when she <laughs> landed, she was like beside a uh, treasure chest and I was like, Oh, okay. Very nice. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. The jumping intercarriers are sometimes not clear. Like I feel like the, the plot important ones are spelled out for you. Yeah, but, the, yeah. uh, but the hidden areas, there's some invisible <laughs> ones out there.
0: Yeah. Uh, there there are a bunch of seeth that we can fight. Vanille will see them and say, like, oh, that's a lot of enemies. And I, I think you can sneak past them, but I don't know if you can get the, the treasure that's there. Maybe if you use one of the uh, mm. Um But it has a pearled staff, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, another... Uh, pearl wing staff. Pearl yeah. wing staff, that's right. Ooh. Another Vanille yeah, a Vanille one, which I think just has uh, a greater magic. Um, a lot of the uh, the uh, weapons that we'll find for our party here have a higher magic stat. Obviously, we just unlocked magic, so that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and as far as Vanille goes right now, and spoilers, for a little while, all of her <laughs> abilities are magical. She actually has lost access to her physical attacks. She no longer can <laughs> shoot the fishing rods. Oh, you. really? Oh, no. oh, that's
1: true. You're right, because she only has a... The um, binding rod, I think, was the first one. Yeah, she only has Medic mm-hmm. and um, Ravager right now, right?
0: Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. Um, yes. What is so? Was this uh, weapon she's found? It's called the Pearl Wing Staff, and I like the uh, description oh. of it. But it also kind of made my Final Fantasy brain be like, "Hmm, curious." Uh, it it says thought to have once been the staff of a monk. This item boosts the spiritual abilities of the wielder. So again, it boosts your magic. But I was like. But hang on a second monk is a class in Final Fantasy <laughs> that was like the strength build essentially like
2: oh I see what you're saying. none yeah, of this yeah.
0: is none of this is adding up at all
2: only he could like bend the the rod into shape and stuff like that he oh was, yeah, yeah. He, was, he, was, he, he just worked out the weapon shop he
0: was he was the one stuffing the pearls into it into the wings of it. <laughs>
3: But yeah, Mm. so Vanille doesn't have access to her attack anymore. Neither does Hope. I mean, we can't use him here anyway, but... um they will eventually get commando, like, much, much later in the game again, and then they can use it. Um, but one thing is, unfortunately, gone forever now, and that's Snow's hand grenades. Rest in peace.
2: Oh, oh are damn. they
3: really? They're gone now? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. You never you never regain them for the rest of the game. Oh, wow. I had no
0: idea. Um, so we do come up on a bunch of debris that I think, uh, once we go up to it, um, that'll kick off the next cutscene. But... I want to talk about this because I was just uh, mesmerized by how fucking cool lightning is and I was Mm. just kind of running up to the debris and hitting like the little jump panels and she does like a Mario 64 thing where she does two jumps and then she the third jump she does she does like a flip and I was like oh that's so cool I want to watch that animation again so I got to the top with lightning after doing her cool flips turned around started jumping backwards and just saw like Vanille jumping around as well like turning around air very funny i'm like oh that's (laughs) that's really funny i really like this just seeing all my characters jump around i'll do this for a little while and snow just starts talking he says this just might work and then like i continued running with lightning and she just ran towards the camera which stayed completely stationary and then it kicked into the next cutscene and i was like what the fuck just happened (laughs) i was like did i break the game but i think i hit the uh the cutscene trigger and then you're able to keep walking and probably see snow in the field doing something and um you know Get, get It'd be view. funny
2: if the game thought that you were like lost, so it would just start widening the cutscene flag trigger more and more. <laughs> like You'll get caught in it eventually. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like
1: reverse fucking, was it Fortnite or <laughs> reverse PUBG. It just keeps expanding. The
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's a couple of points like that in the game where once you reach a certain point, if you go backwards, you'll also reach the cutscene trigger. <laughs> um, and there's actually two points where we do that in the speedrun because it's faster. Nice. Uh, wow. This is not one of those, but one <laughs> of the two is actually later in this episode. So, oh, cool! Mm. Yeah,
0: already discovering speed tech that makes me go slower. Let's go.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I actually, I actually at one point like discovered that uh, by accident that it happened here too, and then I was like, "Wait, is this faster?" But no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I had no idea that, that would happen.
2: That's that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yesterday, uh, our friend uh, Dan, who has been a speedrunning service, I, I noted that like. Man, like climbing ladders in this game is so slow. Like, wait, do you think it would actually be faster to like zoom climb versus climbing ladders (laughs) in this game? He's like, oh God, I really hope not. (laughs) It's just like, because it might be just because of like how you have to like start at the bottom of the ladder to climb it. So I'm just like all these little things. It's like, uh, yeah. And if I, if I remember
0: correctly, I think Dan uses, um, keyboard for, he he changes Mm -hmm. the bind so that he can use keyboard to do the zoom, the zoom, uh, float or whatever. Um, but it's still a lot of mashing and it's,
2: it's very time sensitive. So I'm telling you, he needs to get like a, an actual like fight stick with like arcade buttons like a, a hitbox faster <laughs> a little faster and you can like really go or even like a guitar hero controller I like your
0: I like your uh, your strumming uh, your tremolo speed uh, <laughs> strat idea there um,
1: but yeah like you're saying the cutscene yeah, the next cutscene begins yeah um, and like snow is kind of like hyped up right
3: we fight it Ragnarok that's the reason we're see, to stop it to keep cocoons safe.
1: And like, Saz is like, what are you talking about? Where are you getting this from? And he even says like, you're grasping at straws. Like he, He's like, I just drank a that.
0: shit. T- I mixed every G fuel flavor that I have together and drank it. And I swear I just had another focus and we got to fucking kill this
3: thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, to, to yeah. be entirely fair to Snow, he, his theory does make some amount of sense because mm. what he is basing this on and what he explains here as well is that Sarah told them to protect Cocoon, Mm -hmm. and immediately after saying that, she turns to Crystal. Yeah. So, logically... So, like, her focus was saying, hey, save Cocoon. And then we saw some scary shit. (laughs) And and Ragnarok is known to be a bad thing, end of a world. Right. And the falci that branded Sarah was the same that branded them. Yeah. Therefore... Do we know that? Yeah, Uh, yeah. I think they say Um, that, yeah.
0: It's... I I don't know if they say it or if they're, you know, it's...
2: Well, I guess they say the falcy. It's not like that. The, they always said so the far. pulse
0: falcy. You know, this is the one that they found near Bodum. Um, yeah, it's the one that they were transporting. So it's you know. Um, okay. She got branded when that pulse falcy was was uh, or the pulse falcy was found. So yeah, it's the one of
2: the vestige that they were transporting. So it makes sense. There's yeah. a lot of missing pieces. I'm sure we'll get filled in. Yeah. Like, why was she doing in there and all that? There'll stuff. be lots of flashbacks. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: lots of flashbacks and for everything that's not covered there there's lots of data logs
2: (laughs) but
1: uh but yeah so he's like okay so what we have to do is band together and then carry out our focus and then like lightning fucking pulls out her sword and like aims it at him right like she pulls it up like she's gonna cut his head off Mm -hmm. and it's like oh the fallacy took Sarah from us and now you want to help it
3: she like puts it up to his throat right Saz also brings up a a good counterpoint to to Snow's theory where he says well Okay, what you're saying might make sense to you, but we got branded by a pulse Falsey. They are Cocoon's enemies. So if I were a betting man, I'd put us on the other side.
2: Yeah, that's right. Our focus is to destroy Cocoon potentially.
0: Yeah, because Snow's basically like, we're going to be guardians, which I really like that that term because it's like, oh yeah, like reminiscent of Final Fantasy X again. Especially this, (laughs) too, like being a guardian on a mission that people in the world uh, find you to be an enemy, you know, another theme that, uh, we've seen before.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, but the, uh, the Psycom do find us after this, uh, this cutscene, right. Or like, I guess during the cutscene, but, um, after the party's <laughs> done arguing with each other.
0: Yeah. After, uh, lightning is about to slice Snow's throat with her cool gun blade, uh, Psycom shows up and, Accidentally saves Snow's life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's one brief shot oh, of like the Scicom reveal where like there's one guy there's a gun hanging on his shoulder in a whole his his posse around him. It's very uh I don't know, it feels like a, a full cast reveal even though it's like just for like three frames. <laughs> <laughs> this is like one of the
0: most kick-ass cutscenes I've seen in a very long time. <laughs> I love this so much. Uh
1: so they they basically like aim their guns at the party and you know tell them to drop their weapons and everything and like and uh, lightning like drops her sword on the ground right she's like all right and, and she looks very like um, unfazed maybe by it I suppose mm-hmm. like she's like not feeling the pressure and she's like she, she's right. more annoyed than anything annoyed yeah, yeah yeah
0: and the the guy with the gun who's holding it very cockily he's like he's like oh we got the drop on them there's nothing that could possibly go wrong um, he's kind of like cockily walking up to uh to them and he's just like oh you fall off the pulse train and lightning just like very unbothered by it like looks just pissed puts her head uh her hands behind her head and she says maybe like real like real fucking, like sarcastic, and he's like are you talking back to me and he like very dramatically points the gun in her face and she just starts smiling yeah she she smiles nice gun and kicks the shit out of him like elbows the gun down beats the shit out of him and picks up the gun
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like during this like flurry of action that she's in. She takes out, like, three of the dudes, too.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. She doesn't pick up his gun. She just kicks up her gun blade and then beats the shit out of a bunch of them. And it, it um it, it gets us into the battle because it kind of, like, zooms in on her real close and she, like, waves them on like, yeah like, she does come like, on get over, over here. here like, oh, then, yeah. So good,
2: dude. Every single, like, I, th- I was actually mean to bring it up, like, uh, even though we don't really n- we're still learning about the characters, every single like, animation, whether it's in battle or in the cutscenes, really, like, conveys like their personality, like she's like extremely focused and extremely like meticulous, but also like she's a badass. But she has like a, a gracefulness to how she moves and everything mm-hmm. is like very smooth and fluid.
1: What I I really like, uh, so it's I think it's like during attitude, like right
2: after this <laughs> cutscene, maybe
1: or right after this battle, but we get the data logs for the main characters like they weren't there until
2: this point which is very we, funny we we
0: had them before um cuz i read them before this and they okay. are fantastic we didn't at least until them.
2: this chapter i think after the crystarium we do get a few datalog dumps if i recall okay yeah. yeah we get
0: one for someone that i have never fucking heard of and i was like what the fuck
2: <laughs> was it galanth disley
0: yes it was yeah. galanth and i was like who the fuck is this and like the more you read of his data log the more you're like oh this guy fucking sucks
3: yeah so we we have not met this guy we've not seen him in any of the cutscenes, but we've heard his voice if oh you'll, i see yeah if you'll yeah. recall back to chapter one where there was a voice coming dr breen Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the guy going like, "Hey, thanks for uh, letting yourself be deported, everybody." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. That
0: that makes perfect sense. You're Wonderful
3: volunteers. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: we get another tutorial here, uh, which explains how to <laughs> manually input commands and how to ex- execute partial command queues before, like the ATB gauge. Uh, is depleted or something right as
1: though we haven't been throwing hand grenades the whole time
0: yeah exactly i think uh, yeah what a perfect setting for snow to not have dropped all of his hand grenades when they're like <laughs> drop your weapons if he's like here you guys can have them and just like pulls the pins out and throws them and i'm like here's my weapons guys <laughs> although we know he can't throw that far
2: but carl you don't want to th- throw the pins
0: <laughs> yeah throwing <laughs> the pins at them yeah that's the new strat <laughs> but um i don't I don't really know much about this tutorial. Is this anything that we need to really discuss? Um, I think we kind
1: of discussed it in the first, second episode, where you can uh, cut a series of ATB actions short by hitting the triangle or Y button, uh, depending on what controller you have. Uh, So if you put in, like, two attacks, you can just, you know fire them out real quick.
3: Yeah, and that's especially relevant now that we have paradigm shifts because you might be in a situation where, like, your ATB is halfway charged, but you want you want to do a shift, but you don't want the ATB you already have charged up going to waste because, like, you might get a refresh on your shift anyway. So you might as well just get in what you currently have charged up, do your shift, go on with your life. I see. Um, or you might use it when, like you know an enemy only has a very little hp left and you know you can finish it with one more attack, stuff like that
1: yeah you get a lot of like saved time because like the stars are all about like the time that you put in a lot of Mm -hmm. times you can see that like oh i'm like one physical attack away so let me just discharge lightning's one attack atb just to get that last hit in so i save like an additional three seconds on a on the time for the
0: battle I see. So I think I just, it didn't, uh, I, I, didn't like digest that when I was reading it. I, I mm. didn't see the utility of what it was telling me to do, but it's basically saying, Hey, by the way, lightning has three ATB bars now, and this is, uh, an extra feature of it. Like before we, we would really only do, you know, blitz or attack. So usually you would just be doing two of the bars anyway. So that, mm. that actually makes a lot more sense now.
1: Um, the thing I was going to say about when we were, we were talking about, uh, how like lightning is like really overpowered in the cutscenes where she's like doing like these crazy martial arts moves and shit. I was going to say when I read the data logs for lightning, it it, it tells you that she was in specifically the Bodum security regiment. And that's like where she's always been as a part of the military police or whatever. And then we have a data log for the Bodum regiment too. And in that it's like, yeah, this regiment has never been on a mission. They just sit around in a seaside town and do nothing. And I was like, (laughs) what? Why is she
0: so good? (laughs) That's amazing.
1: (laughs) She just has like a really, really cushy job where she just lives at at, like a seaside resort and never works (laughs) and never has to do anything. She's
0: got the non-combat IT position in the military.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just like the idea that like, there's like a whole like regiment of these dudes who are all just like, ultra chill and none of them want to do anything and they all just stay home all day or like go to the beach but then also lightning's there who's like an incredible hard ass (laughs) so like anytime she's like we have to do this we need to get back to training and they're just like oh my god please
2: (laughs) yeah but she must have been just going crazy about him i know
1: i know Uh, just it, it makes like it makes her character much more colorful for me, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, instead, she's not a hardened soldier <laughs> by any means. She's just, like, she doesn't she's do anything. She's just a fucking
0: badass. Bo- she's, <laughs> like, she's
1: just naturally a I'm, badass, like, I'm not their experience.
2: Yeah, just born that way. But, yeah, we blasted this, uh, these dudes, no problem, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, we get another cut scene. Uh, so this is where we find out more about uh, kind of how uh, wimpy Psycom is. Yeah, yeah, we do see uh, Vanille do her little uh, her prayer hands again. I uh, love it. So yeah, much.
3: yeah. I thought they'd be tougher than that. This guy's a psychom, yeah. Hmm. Supposed to be cream of the crop. Yeah, but psychom's an anti-pulse task force. They haven't fought a war in centuries. bunch of rookie troops swinging around overpriced toys. Right. Which
0: makes sense, seeing the way that that one guy carried himself, only to immediately get owned by someone who has also never really seen combat. Apparently,
2: <laughs> <laughs> just asking cop questions like, "Hey, so what are you doing around here? Going anywhere?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then Lightning says like, "Oh, those grunts might
1: be green, but the elites are cold-blooded beasts." Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, "If they hit the field, it's game over." So like, it, it makes it feel very. Um, tense like it's a very tense atmosphere of like we need to leave before they send out the real Psycom and then we're all dead
0: yeah but then
2: Vanille's just like oh then let's run away ciao yeah yeah (laughs) which is her uh I guess her catchphrase now and she does a like she stands on one leg and points
1: with both fingers like in a direction it's very cute (laughs) yeah
0: I also like that Saz is like, oh, so you're saying like that, uh, 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 like this is no problem for a trained soldier, but like why, like, like I'm still afraid of them or whatever. And uh, Snow is just like, well, at least we're Lassie now, and he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. there'll be no problem for us now that we're Lassie. <laughs> I do love the Let's Run Away in that run. That's that's so good. I
1: do, yeah, that's really good.
0: Oh, uh, even better than that, the Chocobo chick, the most important character in the party, flies out of Saz's hair and lands on his hands and like kind of mimics what Vanille just did at yeah, the 2 yeah, point. I'm He's really like, let's go that way.
1: Did you <laughs> did you read the data log for the oh, Chocobo chick?
0: Oh, did I? Yes, it's I did. It's really
1: good. There's a lot of like ta- like a color in that uh Mm-hmm. <laughs> that description the chugobo
2: chick travels in Saz's hair though it only has been with Saz for a short while a strong bond has formed between them the chick has no name as voicing the true identity of the animal might trigger ripples of destiny across cocoon and cause a hurricane in Eden <laughs> <laughs> either that or Saz hasn't thought of one yet <laughs> it's just so like dude dumb the so the <laughs> it's like the same thing like with Donald Duck like, being the most powerful like <laughs> yeah. he's like the only character in Square Enix that compl- uh, does that like blaze whatever, besides Bahamut. Yeah, Zeta Flare (laughs) besides Bahamut. (laughs) That's so good. Um, But yeah, so there's another
1: little uh, section where we do some gameplay. Uh, A lot of the, in this game, a lot of the gameplay sections are kind of, not samey, but like, because you're going through like, new environments, and you'll fight new uh, formations of enemies. But it's more running through the the crystal ocean, right?
0: Yeah, I think we do see, see a new enemy type coming up, right?
1: We do, yeah. Which I didn't get the name of, but it's like a little hopping frog lizard.
2: Yeah. I'd oh, the Sahagin. Is it Sahagin? It's, it's not a S- Sahagin. It's not Sahagan. Oh, okay.
3: There's Sahagins later in the game. It's a Bloodfang base. Yeah. There's bass. There's two types. There's oh, the, the okay. Brescian base and the Bloodfang base. One is stronger than the other. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, you're all yeah. ready for the Bloodfang base. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: for me, these bats were real fucking tough because this is when I was like playing around with the menu and being like oh okay well I have this item that is an accessory that I can put on Vanille which makes you know potions more potent she can be in the medic class this is I'm really smart at this game and then I got into a fight with these things and I was just like the only one doing any damage to them was lightning yeah, which was man. not enough and I was just getting fucking destroyed and I was like what is happening why are these guys so much harder than everything else I've fought so far
1: These these enemies are funny because like one of them by themselves is not a very difficult enemy like even compared to the other enemies we've been fighting they're pretty simple but you fight them in like packs of six or seven and they're really fast and so if they all just decide that like hey we're just all gonna attack lightning you can just game over like real fast (laughs) like real quick if you're not like being very careful (laughs) so like it's it's very funny because i think i think when i played this last night I think I died in one of the fights. I think I lost in one of these fights and had to retry. And then just on the retry, I just didn't get touched. I just annihilated them immediately. No
3: problem. It's just because they just didn't attack lightning that time. Yeah. It was easy. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. I think one thing that is really nice about this game is that the instant retry uh, mechanic lets the regular enemies actually be a challenge because... Mm-hmm. In most Final Fantasy games, that's not really that much of a thing. Like, in the early games, maybe kind of, but that's also because they're kind of more resource-management-heavy. Mm. Like, FF1, for example, you really need to, like, space out your, your healing and make sure you have enough going into a dungeon and all that. Um, make sure you have like,
0: weapons equipped before you go fight the first boss and then get a game over before you ever <laughs> save and have to start over again from the, from the very
3: beginning. But, like, in... Later Final Fantasy games, it's really rare that you're ever in any kind of danger against regular enemies until maybe like very late game. Um, But this game, you're going to find you're going to game over all the time just to regular enemies. But it's okay because you could just start right before the encounter again. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's really nice. It kind of encourages um, trying different things. And with a game as snappy and as like, uh, like volatile, I guess, of uh, as 13's battle system is, it's really it's nice. Really because a good way it, to put it. It encourages you to be like, okay, well, that strategy didn't work. And now I'm not gated behind a cutscene. I mean, I did get sort of stuck behind a cutscene in an upcoming boss. But the nice thing about it is you can just skip the tutorial that it gives you. With, like, one quick button, and you can just skip the cutscene right before it. And that's really helpful because it's not yeah. like Final Fantasy X, where you're fighting out of nowhere the difficulty spike of Seymour uh, Flux, and then you're just like, cool, let me watch this five minute cutscene yeah. over and over and over again.
2: <laughs> Was it that to hear that like sin is my dad, sin is my old man over and over? And over. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> you would think it
0: would be burned into my brain by this point, but I think I also just kind of like zoned
2: compartmentalized out,
0: compartmentalized that somewhere else that I'll I'll <laughs> have to bring up in therapy someday.
2: <laughs> well, these are. Are we fighting both? I know there's brush and bass. There are also our bass, I guess. I'm yeah, I love bass. that
0: we're all saying bass because I do the same thing and people always act like I'm the biggest idiot in the world. <laughs> but I'm like, listen, I've been playing bass for my whole life. I can't look at that word and think of the fish. We're gonna. I, I, we're go, gonna, I always
2: go to the pro bass shop. I was going to say, yeah, like, yeah, we <laughs> got to gotta build a pyramid and make it
0: a bass, a bass pro shop. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But there's Brescian ones. I know there's Bloodfang. I'm not sure if that's in the same area or not. Like, there's the, the weaker version of the Brescian. Yeah.
3: They're definitely around somewhere in this chapter. Yeah. Maybe not this exact section, but... I don't, yeah. But they
2: are... But we didn't really mention their appearance. They are almost look like piranhas with four legs attached to them, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. they're I'll, they're pretty um, cool.
3: I like how they kind were able
0: to get out of the water before it was completely turned to crystal.
2: Yeah, they're probably pissed at their
1: uh their homes. Oh yeah, probably. you know, I didn't even think about that. You're right. They probably lived in the water before.
0: Yeah, they're just innocent bystanders that just had their their ha- like their whole habitat fucking destroyed and they're like my house <laughs> how did this happen do, do you think that they
1: like they're here just because they just happen to be jumping up out of the water when it turned to crystal I, uh, that's and the only like,
0: thing I can think of
1: <laughs> and that in the crystal there are thousands and thousands of these things just crystallized within the ocean just tons of I, yeah I wonder how
0: how deep does this crystallization go? Is it kind of like, you know, like a layer of ice? Like we can drill a hole in there and go fishing a little bit or something? <laughs> or Is it like the entire, all the way down to like the crust of the earth? Yeah. Beneath I mean, it seemed
3: like... Like it just instantly crystallized, like everything, and like the the all the waves that were like jumping up, it all crystallized instantly. <laughs> so I would not be surprised if it was the entire lake underneath. Yeah, absolutely. She straight up, gave him the ice nine treatment. We also don't really know
2: how deep it is. We don't even know if this is actual crystal or the same like stone crystal that uh Sarah's made of.
0: Yeah,
1: I would assume just because they're both
2: made from the fallacy, but presumably, yeah. Whom um, snow. I mean, it looks like ice, but who can say? Yeah. I'm not sure if it's cold or it would be extra unsettling to be in this landscape and it actually wasn't cold, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that's what I keep thinking of. I'm
2: like, it's crystal and not snow. It'd be so weird because it seems like it would be cold. I'm like, oh, maybe it's not. Who knows? Oh, this reminded me that I did game over and I was extremely surprised because unlike 10, you game over just if the party leader KOs, not. Not the entire mm-hmm. party. Yes. Yeah,
0: it's very abrupt. You see your other teammates still, you know, running around and stuff, and then you're just like, "Oh, lightning's down, so that's it."
2: Yeah, you think it would make sense for like someone else to take over as leader, but.
0: Yeah, or just like the medic to throw a phoenix down. But I, again, this is kind of like a suspension of disbelief thing, just because I really enjoy this battle system. So I'm like, yeah, I really only need to, you know, I mean, obviously you have to focus on everyone's HP, but because it can spiral out of control pretty quickly. But I was like, yeah, like the, I'm fine with both Snow and Vanille being like, well, lightning's dead, so we're mission our, you know, we fail. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, as we progress, we get to um. A little like cavern where uh, the party introduces themselves to each other and it's not even in a cutscene
3: right. it's just in like yeah walking like incidental dialogue, dialogue yeah. yeah yeah this by the way is as soon as this dialogue starts this is where you can run back and it you just skip the introductions okay. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> well, cool. that's, that's you know it's fun speed run.
1: if you run forward you skip most of the introductions too. like yeah you, the you dialogue kind of stop is much longer yeah, it, it's really weird. I, I thought it was a very odd choice to put it there because I'm like, the dialogue is at least like 30 seconds long and you're about five seconds away from the next cutscene. So yeah, like, it, if you don't know, you're just going to skip most of it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Snow's like, weird, isn't it? Of all the messed up ways to meet, <laughs> might as well make introductions. You know, him l- driving the uh, the conversation, like mm. very, very uh, characteristic of him. He says, uh, I'm snow snow villiers, uh, short stuff. And hope is just like hope. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Hope I think hope S time. Right?
2: Yeah. And what about her? It says Vanille referring to lightning. Yeah. yeah right. And this and is like, where like lightning snow doesn't say anything.
0: Snow kind of introduces, as if you hadn't read the data log, uh, and he says uh, that she is the Bodum Security Regiment. She goes by Lightning, which is interesting because uh, last name's Farron. First, anybody's guess. Like, I really like <laughs> that, you know, we've had characters like Squall, Cloud, and now we have Lightning, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay, Final Fantasy thing. And it's like, oh, no, that's just her nickname. Like, n- no one really knows her actual first name. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool.
1: No, oh, I like it. I like it a lot
0: uh saz's last name is cats which is real cool
1: i love that it's a good I last think Vanille name. just
0: says Vanille. maybe i didn't get all of it i think i did but i also yeah. hit the cutscene uh <laughs> trigger no, she, she
1: does not give a last name
0: yeah just Vanille. yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: I, I guess that is important isn't it now that i think about
2: it interesting sort of. now that you mention it anyway yeah. <laughs> so we got a first name and we have a last name and we have uh three full names <laughs> um,
3: Three and a half names. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the next cutscene
1: begins. Um, it shows uh, Vanille and Hope kind of ahead of the rest of the party. And Saz is just kind of like, oh, it's, it's fucked up that we drug kids into this. Like, it's not fair that they've had like their lives torn away from them, right?
3: Oh, it's not right. Why'd kids have to get dragged into this? I'll keep the kids out of trouble. <laughs> Problem with that is. You're one of them.
0: Hey. So interesting note. I won't. I won't talk about it here just because we haven't gotten to it in game. But I'm gonna dip on into the uh, the manual again and let you know that it looks like it does have Vanille's full name.
1: Oh, does it? All yeah. Right. Well, it shouldn't mean anything right now to you. So. No, of
0: course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, but just again, it's interesting how much data is there that's outside of the Vanille. Just,
2: J Simpson.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what the J stands for is anyone's guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: J-A-Y. Um <laughs> and then uh Saz is like, you know, maybe we should have left dealing with the Falcy to the sanctum because like we've relied on the Falci for everything else. And I think this is some good like world building here and kind of explaining to us. Yeah, they provide food, they provide sunlight, they provide water, they provide everything so like we just rely on the fallacy for everything and so it's kind of an interesting dynamic for the world that there's just the entire world of cocoon does not toil right they just yeah. take what the fallacy gives them right
0: yeah what what notably the sanctums fallacy gives them so all the food water mm-hmm. and stuff it's like that is not the sanctum providing you know mutual aid to the people there it's it's something through the fallacy that they have
1: right and actually I think at this point the uh, data logs open up for Eden and Falci as well. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I, uh, I wrote down some of them in my notes as well. Cause I thought they were kind of interesting uh, that it names Eden as both the capital and the Falci that's in charge of Eden as well. Yeah. And it, uh, it kind of says that like, Oh yeah. Eden, the Falci mostly is just the Falci that controls the other ones. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just kind of like the nexus point for all of yeah, them. It's
0: the the Falci Pope.
1: It's the Falci Pope. <laughs> And it says when it comes to like politics and governance, it's just hands off. It's like you do whatever you want. We are just in charge of keeping Cocoon running.
2: Right. Yeah. And Eden is also a city. And Eden's also uh, the name of the capital city, the capital of Cocoon.
0: It's like how Washington is the, you know, the capital of the U S but was also a guy. Washington of course was America's <laughs> first foul sea.
2: Yeah. I was going to say first foul <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um,
1: <laughs> and in the, uh, in the data log for Cocoon Fallacy, there's an interesting thing. It says, it says, including the lower fallacy, there are 8 million of them. And I was like, what? Huh, seems like a lot. <laughs> it seems like a lot. <laughs> well, I guess you have to have like one fallacy that's in charge of... Beans and one falci that's in charge of toilet paper, and you know, like you, you have to. Yeah, it gets all really somewhere. into like
0: state and local government, where it's like the real, just you know, the dog catcher uh, falcy. <laughs> yeah, the and dog the,
3: catcher falci the, Yeah, right. <laughs> I think, I think later on the, in the game, there's literally like doors that are falci or something <laughs> like that
0: like,
2: <laughs> You gotta vote
3: local. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what an existence!
1: Real, it would be. real
0: <laughs> grassroots organization here. <laughs>
1: You imagine you're like you're like some kind of like otherworldly deity, but you are just a door.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's also pretty Final Fantasy. We, how many fucking walls have we fought so far? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Demon's Gate is a fallacy, absolutely. <laughs> I also, and the last thing I wrote down from the data logs, by the way, in my notes here, is uh, it explains what the Guardian Corps is like, separate from uh SCICOM, and it says that they're like the lower level police officers, but they like don't have weaponry and stuff like that, like. Like anything good, right? They just might have like rural basic shit and that they really don't do a lot because there's not a lot of like their job is necessary, but they're still there because why not? And I wrote down AGCAB, all Guardian Corps are bastards (laughs) because it does say that they are the policemen
2: of the world. (laughs) Wow. Police of the entire world. (laughs) World
0: police. Um, but you know, as Saz is kinda um saying all of this and and reflecting on maybe they should have just left this all to the the sanctum and not dealt with the fallacy themselves, um Snow brings up a good point and he says, like, oh, but you still helped us do it. Why yeah. is that? Gotta be something, which I think is also Something that's mentioned in Saz's um, data log, uh, where it says it's also leaving up the question of like, what is it that is driving Saz to to help out in this way that he is?
1: Right. Yeah. And I he think just the says, only, there
0: might have been, and he just kind of walks away and he says, not so sure anymore.
1: Yeah. And I think the only indication we got into that is right before we fight Anima and he says, like, Dodge. Dodge? Yeah. Dodge?
2: Something like that. Yeah. Mm hmm. So what's that? Who knows? I like while they're talking uh Vanilla and Hope are ahead and vanilla's just waving frantically and then grabs Hope's hand so he help to-, <laughs> to help <laughs> wave, yeah. <laughs> um and and
1: then in the next in the next area that we walk through, this is where you find the uh the, the pulse vestige.
2: You walk by it here.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Oh yeah, there's like big ass chain, that's for sure. That is a otherworldly looking chain. Very Final Fantasy X. Yeah, I was chain. I was trying to follow
1: where the chain was going, and that's why I ended up like looking around and looked up and I was like, Oh shit, there's
2: the fucking vestige. Okay. Mm-hmm. I never noticed. And yeah, you were saying, Carl, it's a very uh ten in terms of a design. I mean it's the same designer
0: yeah it makes makes complete sense
2: it's a through line
0: but we get to do more of that fun jump platforming where you can just see vanille yep. and snow hopping Some back Pantherons and forth are if, you, down here now. if you stand in the right spot
3: <laughs> and eventually we make our way to the train that yeah we were on at the start of the game
1: that's right hey and if I yeah. knows if you Full circle walk, kind of walk back and forth on the train a little bit they'll actually mention it yeah be like oh this is the train from earlier like oh okay
0: yeah, I wonder what else is down here, <laughs> uh, Vanille says. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we find out something else that's down here. Uh, yeah, we do. Immediately, because we hit another cutscene trigger, and mm-hmm. Lightning's kind of walking, you know, leading the way off the train, and Snow is right behind her. And in the distance, she sees uh, the crystal the crystal form of Sarah, just right there. The popsackle. The popsackle.
3: And it's kind of like embedded within the crystal of the, of the lake. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah. Conveniently face up. It'd be really a pain in the ass if she like landed face down or upside down or something. It'd be very hard to spot her. (sighs) Yeah. You
0: might, you might not have recognized it in the mix of all the other crystal. Um, But you know, both lightning and snow are noticeably distraught about this. And snow just runs right up and grabs like the crystal hand. And he says like, don't worry, I'll get you out of there. And he, uh, he then grabs, um, something. And as he was saying this, when he's like, don't worry, I'll get you out of there. I was like, I was like, this fucking idiot's probably just going to start like hitting it or something. Like just joking, like just stream of just <laughs> being like this dude's So dumb. He probably thinks he can just like break her crystal off of the thing. Like hopefully not breaking her in the meantime, but he literally just grabs like a weird piece of debris that has like, it's like three. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like a big, like hunk of metal that he's just like, <laughs> yeah, Hmm. <laughs> Immediately starts slamming into the ground around her.
2: Probably a piece of like the uh the trussway or something. Yeah. Like a, a balcony or something. And right. Vanille
0: doesn't miss a beat. She just goes right up and grabs another like smaller piece of debris, like little crowbar thing, and also starts doing it and Saz <laughs> joins in. Like everyone's like, oh, let's get her out of here.
1: Right. We love our supports. Yeah. And then there's a moment where like we kind of see the scene through lightning's focus where we only see uh, the crystallized Sarah and kind of like everybody else disappears or whatever, and she just says to herself, "This is goodbye," and turns around and starts to walk away. Right? Yeah. It was in black and white for a second
2: too. Yeah. It was really.
0: Yeah. So um, interesting that you said uh, like Lightning's focus. I didn't even think of it in that context, but it would make mm-hmm. sense for that being part of that. Um, but Lightning's walking away, and Snow stops like working and uh, gets up, and he's like, "Lightning, you're just gonna leave her here." And Lightning points out that, like, Psycom is on their way. Not, like, the fun Psycom that we can easily, you know, <laughs> kick the shit out of, but, like... Not the party Psycom. Yeah. <laughs> if they find us, we're all dead. Um, so, uh, you think Sarah would want that? And uh, this this gets pretty heated here. Um, it does, it does.
2: Psycom will be here soon. If they find us, we're all dead. You think Sarah would want that? You think you know
3: how she feels... If I leave her, then I'll never know. We'll be fine. I can handle anything they throw at us. No one will die. I'll protect Sarah and Cocoon.
0: Does she look protected to you? He's like, don't worry. Trust me. (laughs) No one's going to die. We're all going to live forever. We are all immortal. Yeah, and (laughs) And she
2: she punches the shit out of of him. It's so
0: good. Yeah, she like just fucking, she came, she came, she saw, she saw, she hit him right there in the jaw, (laughs) in the jaw. And he gets
1: knocked down. Yeah, he's like all the way down. And he stands up real quickly and is like, no, I can save her. And And she hits him again and just lays him out a second time. It's so good. She's just
0: like, what could you possibly do to save her? And he says, whatever I can.
1: Yeah, and Saz is just like, ah, oh, you two are hopeless. You just, you, and, and he says to Lightning, you can't admit it, but you want to stay just as much as he does.
0: hmm
1: Yeah. Um, but as he's saying that, he's kind of like, Saz like gets up and kind of walks to the side and kind of like leans his back. He like rests his back up against a wall or like some debris, right? And as that's happening, he sees, like, a spotlight on himself, like a little, like, like you know, like a sniper rifle, like <laughs> laser dot or whatever. He essentially sees that, and he, like, sees it cover his chest, and he looks around, and he's like, what the fuck? And he looks up, and it's the fucking first boss of the game, the big, like, shark tank buzzsaw. It's, me- buzz it's the Menesphene. Yeah, yeah, the Menesphene war mech is yeah. still alive, and it, but it's, like, missing one of its arms, and it's all How many
2: up. times we have to teach you this
0: lesson, old man? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's back in a big way. <laughs> yeah.
2: It survived falling off the trussway. It doesn't know. have his lawnmower arms. Yeah, yeah. But it's somehow stronger.
0: It is
1: it, it, half of it is missing and it is much tougher. It's way stronger.
2: I love that um
0: as Saz sees this, he's just like, no, 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 not now. Like now's a really bad time for this. It's like everyone else is still hacking away at this pistol yeah. with like no <laughs> noticeable results. It's not like they're getting close. Like
1: Yeah. And then I like that like Snow runs in front of Saz and then says, stand back, like, you know, we've got this, we can take care yeah. of this, and then let's Vanille fight, which I think is very funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a good point.
2: <laughs> but,
1: um, but yeah, so we fight
2: the... This is when it really starts kind of, like, hammering, in, like, you need to, like, kind of pay attention to what paradigm yes. you're running.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, it- this is where
2: it was starting to click for me, like, oh, I get it, I have to, like, kind of conserve resources... Like you got, you got to know when to like charge ahead and know when to like play defensively and safer. You have to know um, when to hold them and when to fold them.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, this again kicks off another tutorial, um, which. It just says, the enemy that stands before you has a vast reserve of HP. This tutorial explains how to employ paradigms effectively to stagger it so that you deal extra damage and defeat it quickly. Basically, it's saying, like, the only way to beat this, and the game has been alluding to this a lot in the lead-up to this, is you have to get the stagger up so you can just dish out a bunch of um, HP to to kill it before it can kill you.
1: And if, if I remember
3: right, at this point, Lightning does have Ravager as well, right? yes she has yeah a, she has access to both commando and ravager as the snow uh, vanilla only has ravager and, and medic yeah cuz I was thinking I was like I, I didn't do it for
1: this but now that I'm thinking about it what I probably should have done is made a Tri disaster paradigm of just three ravagers and then just like switch between <laughs> relentless assault and try disaster to just build that bar a lot faster like,
0: Between relentless assault and try hard,
1: and try and try hard, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I
2: know how to play Final Fantasy. How'd you? Uh, how'd you guys do on this fight? I died the first um, time. I game over once. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> I, said.
0: I game over it a lot, and uh, watching the footage back, it's because it would use a, an attack called Crystal Rain, which would oh, just, I hate that know, one. A bunch of people, like everyone in your party and deal a decent amount of damage. But because I was in Relentless Attack when that happened, it looks like uh, lightning's like 335 HP was not enough to... um, to do anything and I just got absolutely <laughs> body like I got hit twice and that was all it took and I was just it's like a lot oh damage. shit I was like yeah the game took its gloves off and now I need to uh, figure out what the fuck I'm doing and I actually game over quite a few times like each time I learned a little bit more what I was supposed to be doing but it wasn't until like the final time and I was like oh it's doing like the charge beam attack that hits pretty hard let me switch to uh, the defensive paradigm and uh,
2: solidarity yeah, let me go
0: into solidarity forever and Tank those hits and make sure that my HP is topped off before I go back into relentless assault.
2: Yeah, yeah. This is like I'm spending a lot of time looking in the uh, the bottom of the screen, keeping track of our health. Right. More right. than I have been since pretty the beginning of the game, because as long as Lightning is alive, we can keep fighting. Yeah, exactly. And-
0: Lightning, Lightning is the only one who knows how to use a Phoenix Down until the party leader <laughs> presumably changes to another member, who then is given the Phoenix Downs. But you know. <laughs> Um, um nicely, um the retry here, you just get the fast retry. And it is right before the cutscene. So you could watch that whole cutscene again if you want to, but more importantly, you can skip it. Yes. And yes, then thank goodness. with the tutorial you can also quickly skip that. So like the only annoying part about it dying so many times was like the tutorial uh pop-up that like stayed there for a little bit to be like new tutorial like incoming or whatever
1: did you know because i i did die and i was like i gotta sit through this again or whatever and i was noticing that it was taking a long time i think i know why it takes so long i think it switches to the text once your atb far fills because i guess you need to be able to do tutorials
0: Mm-hmm. It was um, filling up all the ATB as it was saying like "paradigm system tutorial." Yeah, but it, I wonder it, it if it's hangs there a little. Air perfectly yeah. waits for that. Yeah. Well, I think it, it, it hangs a little while after the ATB gauge is filled, but mm-hmm. still, you know, that that's like two seconds of waiting versus yeah. an entire cutscene. So I'm here for it. Uh, I noticed this is a
1: this is a good um, time to utilize that the fact that the math and stats for your paradigms change as soon as you change the paradigm as well. Because even if you don't have like whatever guard snow has at the moment and provoke up just by switching somebody with sentinel in during an attack before the damage numbers pop up, you do take less damage. So when it's getting ready to do crystal rain or it's like where it opens its face up and shoots the laser. Once you beginning to, once you begin to see the animation, you can throw the sentinel in there and you will take less damage. And like, like you're saying it does so much damage, especially with crystal rain. It can just kill lightning,
3: like pretty much outright. Yeah. having a crystal rain is, is pretty ridiculous to the point where if you switch, as it's already doing the attack, you're probably still dead because uh, Mm. the the way it works, and I actually looked this up uh, specifically for this because normally we don't actually see this attack. I'll get to it in a second. (laughs) 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 But apparently Crystal Rain does considerably more damage against whoever it's targeting, and then the AoE damage against the others is is a bit weaker. And I think Manazin by default is always targeting lightning.
0: Oh, interesting. I wonder if provoke doesn't affect that at all
3: it it, no it absolutely does um but that that's kind of the point is you need to at some point before it does crystal rain uh switch snow to sentinel so he can provoke the boss right so he provokes it he he
0: has way more hp and defense probably
3: yeah well the defense is not an actual stat in this game but it just depends on your role i guess he's
0: the sentinel role so
3: yeah being in sentinel reduces damage for you by like a pretty significant amount, and even more once they're like in a guard stance. Um, and there's a, a slightly lower uh, bonus for the rest of the party. Yeah. But also, um, Snow has an ability you can unlock at this point already called Fringe Ward, which is an ability that uh, reduces AoE damage as long as mm. the attack is targeting Snow as well. So that also works on this. But again, only if he has managed to provoke Menasvin.
0: Yeah, so um, th- this is, I think, a really good tutorial. Um, I I learn better by fucking up and then being like, <laughs> okay, well, what did I do wrong than just by, you know, happening to do something right the first time. So I, I think I game over it like three times here and it really kind of helped me learn like, oh, I see what I'm doing wrong and I see how I need to tackle this. So I really yeah. liked this. And and I like, too, that I, I went from, you know, thinking, like, in the first episode, like, the first time I was playing it, it's like, oh, you just hit X a bunch and you win the battle. And it's like, oh, no, <laughs> no, no. there's There is so much that's going on in this battle system, and it rules.
1: It's really good. I really do enjoy it quite a lot. Yep. Th- this is a game where, like, interfacing more deeply with the battle system increases the amount of fun you
3: have, like, so much. Yeah. 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 So what we do in the speed run (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm curious (laughs) um so in the speed run we do do a little bit of a technique called a stagger cancel is where we time our chaining in a very particular way such that we get him to stagger just as he's doing the crystal rain attack and that actually cancels him doing it altogether. oh that's so we don't need to bother sitting in in uh, in a defensive paradigm to, to tank the attack and then heal up or anything now we just we cancel it and then we do we do switch uh so snow provokes him really briefly uh anyway just so that he takes all the rest of the hits for the rest of the fight yeah um, even during the rest of the fight it's always using that tail laser just constantly yeah so we pretty much don't even need to like heal in in the run during the fight and we kill him in under a minute um
0: attack when the tails <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool
3: but yeah that's that's like the first really like specific strat that you need to do right or you just die in, <laughs> know, in <this> <laughs> yeah
0: because i i had a lot of my um my abilities unlocked here and even that wasn't enough to not lose in 15 seconds
3: um, <laughs> yeah. without no, crystal the proper rain shifting. It, it's it hurts like hell if yeah. you actually get hit by it and it's not hitting snow you're probably just dead
0: yeah, yeah, my um, my battle duration was only fifty eight seconds off of the uh, the world uh, the the uh, the speed run time off the world record I, off the world record. No, I, I I got five stars in my um the target time is uh, three minutes and forty eight seconds, which might be the highest that we've seen so far, which would
2: make sense. Um, yeah, it is really satisfying seeing that stagger gauge go up to like six or seven hundred. Yeah, embarrassingly, I, mean, mm. I did not record it or take a picture, so I don't remember what I got.
0: I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> i'm sure you got 59 seconds and six stars i got a minute and nine seconds nice
3: <laughs> that's pretty fast
0: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um that's really cool that you can use the stagger to like cancel a uh, an attack i was kind of thinking that i would have to do that for like the crystal rain until i realized oh yeah if i'm in defensive it hurts a whole lot less <laughs> And it's not just yeah. immediately owning lightning.
1: Yeah, I think I think when I beat it, I did do the cancel, but not on purpose.
3: I think I was just like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> <laughs> um, also, by the way, now that we're in a bit of a, a longer battle, there's one other mechanic that I really wanted to explain today because it's kind of handy to know, and the game never tells you it exists. <laughs> um, so, this this is going to change your life if you don't know. About I was going to say, let's see if I even game. know it. So. Um, did you know about repeat? No. No. So, do you hate having to queue up mm-hmm. the same uh, queue of three attacks every turn when that's all you want to be doing anyway? I sure do. <laughs> well, you could you could probably be using auto battle, but in in some situations you want to do a very specific uh, set of actions and you want to keep repeating it, and auto battle isn't giving you those <laughs> actions. So uh, there's actually a handy feature where you can repeat the last action that you (laughs) took in the role you're in. This fucking game. (laughs) Yeah. So how do you do this? You have to hover over the abilities in your menu, hold right, and then press X. (laughs) Holding right turns the abilities uh, command into repeat.
0: Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) That's incredible. I'm pretty sure I did not know this until I started learning the speedrun, because the game does not tell you. (laughs) I am am
0: frantically looking through the uh, the manual now to see if it mentions it anywhere.
3: I was reading the manual the other day to try and find if it mentions anything about this. And I mean, I have it in Dutch uh, because they did translate the manual. Here it is. Um, And I, I do think it mentions it, but it doesn't tell you how to do it yeah <laughs> it is in battle basics
2: apparently oh okay um uh, in in the data log um the damn so data logs <laughs> it says yeah by pressing right at the abilities command you can select repeat which keys of the last set of abilities used
3: yeah that's a pretty handy feature uh, especially once you're like later in the game and you you've got more slightly more complex abilities um yeah. or you want to like cast the same set of buffs on all your party members stuff like that
1: oh Um, that's a good point because yeah it's really good for that especially yeah, if if you are controlling the role of a synergist or saboteur which we don't have yet the game when you auto battle it always wants to pick one that doesn't make sense (laughs) (laughs) where i'll have like a ravager out and it'll be like what if we increase their strength with the buff and i'm like no
3: (laughs) i don't want that one that's definitely the role that is most suited to like taking direct control off yeah. Um and the repeat command will uh, will definitely help you in uh, mm. in that. So That's there amazing. you go.
0: That's extremely helpful. Yeah, I'm not seeing it anywhere in here either. I do see battle basics and it says stocking commands. So you would think it would be in this section, but it's just not. It just tells you, you know, what we already know about it.
3: So case in point about this game being really good but not explaining itself very well. Yeah, yeah. my mm. god. It's not just the lore.
0: This is the Konami <laughs> code of, uh, of 13.
1: Has anybody tried the Konami code yet?
0: yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who knows? That's how you unlock Night of the Round. <laughs>
1: um, so, yeah. So, we uh we beat the war mech. Um. Does it have any post-battle animation? I think it's just gone, isn't it?
0: No, I think it's just you do the last hit, and then it shows you your results screen. It, like... Yeah. It becomes like... It disintegrates. It, it, yeah, it disintegrates. It's like, you know, the Thanos snap.
1: <laughs> we cease to worry about it and it's gone. Um. So, yeah, so we're basically back to the argument that Snow and Lightning were already having, right? Where, uh, where he's like, you know, I can't believe you're leaving. And Saz is like, look, we want to help Sarah too, but like, without tools, we'll be digging for days and the army's going to be here any minute. Like, we need to keep going. And then he just goes, for now. Like, he's trying to like reassure Snow that like, we do care... We can come back, but Mm -hmm. everybody's going to get killed if we stay here right now. Like, you need to realize that. Um, And Snow's like, oh, so I just abandoned her and saved myself. It's like getting a little indignant.
2: What about your focus? What happened to banding together and saving the world? Isn't that what you promised? Now you want to forget it all and die right here? Snow, you're nothing but talk.
1: Like, oh, I love it. And she, like, walks by him when uh, when she says that. Mm-hmm. And Snow's like, lightning, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll finish this focus, and I'll keep Sarah safe. That's my promise. And then she just starts walking away from him and goes, yeah, great job so far.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and I'm which like, is oh, so my, my God. Brutal.
1: Like, pressing the air horns and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Owned.
0: <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people are rightfully so enamored with Lightning, and they're like, "Oh, you know, I wish, I wish I was with Lightning or something." I'm like, I love Lightning as a character. I would not want to fucking be around her. Oh, I know, I love, so I love her. I love her
1: because she's right.
0: <laughs> she knows how to like go for the, you know, go for the throat, and she knows yeah. exactly what she can say to deal the most damage to <laughs> you emotionally. And she has no qualms, just like busting that out. And I'm just Crystal like, Crystal Rain too only sensitive. does like like
1: one-tenth of the amount of damage that Lightning does with her words. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> just brutal. Uh, good. <laughs> but yeah, like with, with Snow's whole thing of being like, oh, I'll finish my focus and and keep Sarah safe, that's my promise. I thought he was going to be like, that's why I'm coming with you. But no, he just goes right on back to to digging her out.
1: Yeah, and, and he kind of like has like a, a goodbye. to all the different party members, right? Like mm-hmm. Saz pats him on the back and says, stay out of trouble, and then... Vanille doesn't know what to say and so Snow's just like oh get going I'll see you later and she goes oh okay and, and she runs on mm-hmm. and then
2: Hope wants to say something he's like "Yeah, he's, Snow he's, he stops but then goes back for a second he's
0: chomping at the bit to just finally say what he's been working up for like three episodes to say
1: right right and, and Snow like oblivious to that is just like oh just save it for next time kiddo you know you you'll get left behind if you don't go right now and and he even says like it's okay light will take care of you and I like that like he calls lightning light which I think is very Uh funny it's very cute Um, and he says we'll meet again and hopes goes yeah count on it (laughs) (laughs) I love it too because
0: snow's like smile is so like oh this kid's probably gonna thank me for all the hard work that i them. like he's so like he's like you don't have to thank me kid just get on going we'll talk next time see you later kid and it's like he's like i want to eviscerate you even harder than lightning just did
1: <laughs> i, <know>. I he <laughs> like, just
3: keeps digging his own grave like the more more and more he says to hope uh,
1: I, know, yeah. I know he's just dude, I, too I dumb i love dude. what hope says there though i think it's so good where he's just like, oh well, Again, and hopes she's like, yeah, count on it. And I'm like, oh, it's so good.
0: <laughs> Snow is not very good at reading the room. He's <laughs> just like, man, everyone loves me. I bet they're going to be bummed that I'm staying behind. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh,
2: it's awesome. It's very Game of Thronesy, like just like memorizing the names of people you need to kill. Yeah. <laughs> next, next, like, oh, once I get the same room as this fucker. I do
1: like that. Um, that is the end of the cutscene. And when we control lightning again, we can just run back to where Snow is, and we just see him, like, sitting control- there hacking away at the ground with that
0: like,
2: yeah. little metal piece of trust away. Well, if we just wait, maybe he'll get him out. He
0: does? Yeah, just wait. It's, <laughs> it, it's like Metal Gear Solid uh, 3, where you can just set the, the game clock ahead a hundred years, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's complete.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, battle team has changed. We now have uh, lightning, Vanille, and Saz. The dream team. So is that where we wanted to cut it today?
3: I think, I think so. so. Yeah. That seems right to me. We went a little long. We're getting
2: getting real inside baseball. <laughs> <laughs> eh. Thank you so much Zwanzig for schooling us today. Yeah, no
3: problem at all. Like I I have been Uh, Pretty much since the first time I've been on, I've been knowing in the back of my mind that this, specifically the start of Chapter 3, would be the episode that I had to be on for so I could tell you guys about some of the basic mechanics. Because, like, I love this game. I know it's not perfect, and especially with the whole, like, it doesn't explain itself that well. And I want you guys to have a good time with it. So Mm. I wanted to make sure that, you know, Curtis kind of knows most of the basics. Um, so he could kind of guide you guys a little bit. But (laughs) But that repeat function, who knew? (laughs) I want people to have a good time with this game, so I want people to understand how it is good and how you can get the most out of it because I really think that the the best way to enjoy this game is is you you really need to know what you're doing to get the most out of it. Mm. Yeah,
0: I, I am definitely of the mindset that I like a challenge and I like when things are not as conventionally the same sort of like uh, play style as other games. So I am all about this, but having that information is also like, I would probably go through the whole game without ever knowing about repeat.
2: Um, Yeah. It really feels like this game gives you what you put into it. Because yeah. I, I kind of would rather it dig into all these like little background info, whether it's the lore or the gameplay on my own time instead of it just trying to like force feed it to me. Mm. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm the same exact way. And, and I, I get that that's uh, not really the style that a lot of people like out of video games. So hopefully if people I know there's a lot of people who really don't like this game. But hopefully, if they're listening to this season, they're getting a lot more out of it than when they played through it. They're, you know, maybe it's starting to make them want to play it a little more now that they know a little bit more. Or maybe it'll just be like, oh, cool! I never knew this, 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 and this about the uh, the game. And hopefully, it'll improve their uh, their opinion on it.
3: Yeah, and if if anyone like anyone listening has any questions or like has is playing this game or has tried playing this game and. Has had trouble getting into it for like mechanical reasons. Um, by all means, hit me up because you know, I love talking about this game, I know a fair amount about it. I would say, um, <laughs> I am open. I
2: mentioned before that, uh, yeah, it has been a blast watching uh, you kind of walk ninny through uh, yeah, right. it's really fascinating seeing uh, instead of just someone reading off a sheet, just actually having two people, like one person, kind of training the other person is really. It's cool learning about how this game works.
3: Yeah, that's something I'm uh, I'm doing as you guys are doing the season. I'm going to be uh, teaching Ninnies the speed run because he uh, he's like trying to learn all the games and uh, mm-hmm. he's taking this opportunity to learn this, which is a bit of an intimidating run. So uh, we're taking it slow and uh, kind of going at the the podcast pace through it. Which <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yes. cool though. That's like. I feel like if you had,
1: like, a whole week to practice every little, like, half chapter, you'd probably be pretty good at it.
2: Mm. Yeah, we
0: got Coach Zwanzig.
2: Hell yeah. (laughs) This game does seem, like, uh, compared to other, like, uh, Final Fantasies, easy to uh, have uh,
3: repeatable results because of how the, uh, there's no random encounters. Right. I mean, you know, enemy behavior can still be a little bit random in the way they move sometimes, but, um, Yeah. You can you can dodge basically everything.
2: Um, Were you saying there's a or someone saying that there's a way to kind of uh, force preemptive strike using the camera somehow?
3: Um, not necessarily force preemptive strikes, but there there, there are times where um, where we intentionally point the camera down toward the floor so, like, enemies aren't on screen. And that sometimes messes with their behavior so they don't move when they're meant to. And sometimes that gives us advantageous positioning. There's uh, Mm. cases where enemies just don't uh move into their position at all. Like there's one very specific case in chapter two where there's a bunch of pantherons that kind of start away from their battle zone and then they kind of run towards it as you're coming up to it. But if you're not looking at them, they just don't move there at all until you're already basically past their battle zone and they just <laughs> run past you. That's it's, amazing. Like reverse booze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's lots of weird speed tech. There's I mean, you know, I, I could talk about this for ages. Uh, I just talked yeah. about it for uh, a bunch last week because there was an impromptu run at ESA. Uh, not oh, done nice. by me, but commentated by me largely. Uh, I ran FF5 before it. Essentially, what ended up happening is someone had to cancel their plans to come due to covid and after some shifting around we ended up with like an eight hour block on the on the second stream somewhere that we had to fill up with final fantasy content so uh, me and kaya jumped into run five and 13 nice Kaya's the world record holder right of yeah uh, yeah luckily he was on hold and, uh, and in practice with the game and i was in practice with five so we just teamed up and uh, that's cool did some runs
0: yeah that's super awesome is there anything uh, else you'd like to plug? I mean, obviously, everyone should go to twitch.tv slash Mr. Zwanzig. Uh, there will be a link in the in the episode notes as well. Give Zwanzig a follow. Always, not always playing Final Fantasy, but always a good time on his streams. So, definitely check him out.
3: Other than that, we we've got the relay coming up again. Uh, Final Fantasy Relay. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the relay is the I believe the last weekend of August. Um, oh, that's coming up. That'll be. Real soon goes, yeah. comes out in like two weeks. Yes, yeah, that's true. I'm going to be running five. Um, it's on the RPG Limit Break Twitch channel, as always. So yeah, check that out.
1: I remember you and I ran five together on the relay one time.
3: Yeah, that was a good time.
1: (laughs) And I I started out like 20 minutes ahead of you, and then you finished the game before I did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that just the way.
1: (laughs) I remember people in the chat were like, what happened? Wasn't Curtis in in first earlier? And people in the chat were like, "Ah, you see, he went slower.
3: (laughs) 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 Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I, unfortunately, I, I I rarely get to do 13 in the relays because I run five, and running five means you run five you in the relay five, yeah. <laughs> because nobody <laughs> runs five. <laughs>
0: Damn it, I'm going to have to do it so uh, Zvonzig can run 13. It's really
3: fun.
1: <laughs> it's a really good run. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> preach about that when we get to the FF5 season. <laughs> you guys got anything coming up?
0: I don't think I do. Um, I'm
2: going to take a nap here soon, so look forward to that kind of sleepy yeah. you've been working on a speed running uh teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah
1: we've been running the new teenage mutant ninja turtles game with four and five people and we're gonna get a sixth player together soon we we did two runs last night four players and five players and got second place of both runs
2: so that was exciting. that rules so good <laughs> Uh, How about you, Carl? Still doing your Pokedex? Uh,
0: Not so much. I do have, also at the end of um, August, uh, a friend of ours, friend of the show, Mig, uh, former bass player of Zaku, Hmm. is going to be doing, for uh, his birthday, he's having a virtual lifting meet. Very, very different from (laughs) playing video games, uh, but very similar in a lot of ways, so (laughs) I've been kind of training... For that, um, it's it's a very lax thing. It's not, you know, it's just for friends to celebrate because he's a big powerlifting guy. Um, So I'll be doing that. That'll be at twitch.tv slash mig50. Uh, We'll put the, uh, I forget if it's spelled out 50 or 50, but um, we'll put it in the the episode notes. Yes. Um, Yeah, I'll be doing that to some capacity. Will I be lifting strong? Who knows? We'll see. But (laughs) I've, uh, I've been upping my protein intake and trying to lift heavier and heavier things every other day. And I'll be doing that I, for the remainder of the month. So I believe in the, you. The bicycling and the Pokédex has kind of taken a backseat to that. But I'll get back to that eventually.
2: Oh, yeah. And as for me, I've been just modding Stray. Oh, my <laughs> gosh.
1: That Catchy that Stray mod. Legendary. Very, very It's been really fun. You got YouTube
2: channels talking about you now. That's true. There's a lot. Yeah, a lot of Ketchy fans out there. Fools. <laughs>
3: <laughs> would you have imagined
0: that this day would come back
3: in season one where you were bashing Kate Sith every episode?
0: I mean, I feel like that's pretty on track for everything. I feel like anytime we at, at this point we're gonna play Final Fantasy eight and be like, yo, we fucking hate this game.
2: Like, <laughs> our opinions will always shift. Maybe last season might have given a little bit of uh should have been a better light than uh, previous oh, maybe. instances. Yeah. But He's a little
1: cuter. It's true. true. He's very cute. Now now when I play the original FF7 and imagine him with a little Scottish accent, it like, you know, elevates the game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Our, my band released an album last week. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that uh, did well. I don't know as of recording uh, it's coming out in a few days so I'm not sure yeah Alex is
0: like one of those actors that after um, you know doesn't watch his own movies he hasn't listened to his new album and he hasn't uh, looked at any of the metrics on Bandcamp from last week definitely not recording this before it released
2: (laughs) yeah and um, if you are listening to this in the future somehow um, (laughs) ahead of everyone else (laughs) order or pre-order a cassette it's the same price as it is digital so go for it do it Um, but yeah that's it for me all
1: right Well, oh, I didn't think of a good uh, sign-off joke. Somebody quick.
0: Alex, do you want to extract some strange or enigmatic liquid from us?
1: Ooh, (laughs) I just, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Just ends.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just sign off with great pod so far.
2: (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, thank you. (laughs) Uh, thank you, Masashi Amatsuki, for the game music. Uh, this area is pretty nice music. It's just like I don't know why why pianos and like plucky sounds just always make anything sound wintry. Mm. Always good. Um, give us a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify, and you can hit write and enable repeat on listens. Maybe that'll help our metrics. <laughs> you can leave us a message or text us at five three zero materia. And you can find us at every FNFF on Twitter, Instagram, and join our Discord. And the chick has no name, as podcasting the true identity of the animal might trigger ripples <laughs> of destiny across cocoon <laughs> and cause a podcast in
3: Eden.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later. Bye. See ya. Thanks again, Lonzi.
0: Thanks so much, Lonzi. Bye.